player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 265 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How we doing? Fantastic. If this is the first time you're seeing, hearing, or listening to us, this is the Two Player Co-op Podcast, where just about every week, two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure to like the video, subscribe, share it with your friends, family, and everyone in betwixt. Also, make sure that you hit that bell. Get notified whenever we go live with new videos, live streams, or whatever. If you really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash two-player co-op, just like our affiliates, James Solar, Sarah Solar, John Tingley, and Derek Bamford. John, I'll have you know I'm quite toasty. It is very cold here. You guys are both in Texas, right? I saw it was pretty cold down there, too. We got some snow today. Uh, it was like we got a dusting 70 something degrees yesterday, I think. And like, it's like currently about 28 degrees or something. I think. Yeah. It's a little chilly. A little bit. 28. Uh, James, no, because if OBS craps out, that means the stream also crapped out. <laughs> so no. So that's why I'm recording on the camera as well, but it's fine. It'll all be good. It's fine. Goaty. If you like cool t-shirts and the like, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two player co-op. James, did you get your shirt yet? Also, which shirt did you order? He should have gone to Starbucks beforehand. However, he cannot because our Starbucks, just like everybody else in Memphis, is afraid of snow. And they shut down at 12. Well, okay. But they also close early almost every day now because of COVID. Oh, well, then maybe. But I did go by. Well, I didn't go by. I went to order online. Yeah. Not open. Said right on there, closed. Then I went by. I'm like, I guess I'll swing by McDonald's. There's Derek. Rainy and warm and warm in Boston? Boston. I don't think I knew Derek was in Boston. I didn't either. But also, yeah, I guess the Patriots game did look not that bad today. I didn't watch any of it. Well, I mean, I was on red zone, so. Um, yeah, so then Pink I went by McDonald's. 50. I'm like, okay, the line's actually not that bad. Just get a quick caramel macchiato, and I'm on my way. Of course, because it's <clears> McDonald's, <throat> they don't have it. Yeah. Just like, just whatever. So I'm like, all right, my last chance is Starbucks. Target. Starbucks and Target. Yeah. I drive by there. I look in. I'm like, hey, I don't really see many people. And then <clears> I keep going, and I see all the Starbucks part is just turned off, like dark. I'm like, so, so oh for three. So now I'm here. No coffee, but it's I. John Tingley, it's same good. thing happened here without the snow. Derek says it's been warm all week. James got snow yesterday, currently 30, but we were at like 14 this morning. Holy crap. Wow. That's the opposite of us. Um, I like having you all in the chat. This is fun. Um, so first off, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy New Year. Hanukkah was like several I, I know, weeks but ago. still, like, we never said it, so I'm saying it <laughs> okay. now. Also, happy Festivus. For the rest of us. I got a lot of problems with you people, and you're going to know about it. I got a lot of problems with you people. But not the people in the chat. No, we love patrons. We love y'all. Um, Derek, you've been here for so long. Thank, thank you. Like, again, whenever anybody pledges to us, whether it's a dollar or five, 10, 20, 100, whatever it is, like, it just it continues to blow our minds. You've, you've been here for so long, Derek. Thank you so much. So I just had to say that. Um, what we were saying in the chat before we started was that, uh, but before we went on the air, whatever you want to call it, 
Didn't think we'd be having this episode. I was planning to take a week off because we assumed Sean was going to have a new little baby by this time. But that did not happen. Nothing bad. No, just, everything's fine. Everything's just not fine. here yet. Right. We had um, an induction scheduled for December 31st, New Year's Eve, um, because it would be more or less like elective because there's no medical reason for her to be induced right. yet. So they won't let you go more than a week before your due date. And it just so happened that it was New Year's Eve. So we're like, hey, <clears throat> get that tax break money. Alas. And then we found out earlier in the week, uh, can't schedule us. I think it's a combination of there's just a lot of expectant mothers. Um, and probably hospitals are short-staffed. And it's COVID a weekend. And, everything. and it's a weekend. So, yeah, they're basically just prioritizing people that are at or past their due date first and they'll get us in when they get us so our due date is friday i believe the 7th whenever that is i think it's friday yeah so hopefully we can get something scheduled i'd like to have it just scheduled and not be taken by surprise by the way if i just get up and run out of the room yeah if i have to if i have to just like name my four through ten four through one without sean here you'll know why uh but yeah so hopefully did that, that just flicker? Weird. Yeah, it did. Did it flicker for y'all? I hope we don't lose connection. We're not going to lose connection. It's, it's something with that. It's fine. I'm recording on the camera. If it goes out, they oh, can at least true. hear us. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good We're call. Good. Um, but yeah, so nothing new yet, but hopefully by next week. Which will mean probably no ex- episode next week, unless I call in somebody out of the bullpen, and then we'll go from there. <clears throat> but if I do call in somebody out of the bullpen, I'm sorry, patrons, it'll be on Zoom, and I have no idea how to do that on OBS, so we won't be able to stream it. Um, but we'll, uh, I'll DM you. I'll put something on Patreon just so y'all know, just so uh, we keep you in the loop. Um, but as you can tell by the title of this episode, this is one of my – well, it, it, this is our Game of the Year episode, our Top 10 Games episode. This is always – my favorite, my second favorite episode of the year is E3 predictions. Even though I never get more than half a point or maybe three quarters of a we, point. Yeah, we do pretty yeah. terrible at that. But that's why we call it predictions, hopes, and dreams. The funny thing is, after we started doing that, I saw some bigger YouTubers that used to have someone that I really liked be a part of them, which is no longer part of them. And now he's doing much better without them. Ah. Now they do predictions, hopes, and dreams. And I was like, you sons of bitches. I don't know how you saw it. They got it from us. It's, I know it's just a coincidence, but it's just, I'm, I'm just being stupid. But yeah. Uh, but this is always my second favorite episode of the year. Camera flickered for us too. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, I don't know what's going on. I guess I need to get another mini HDMI or a new camera. Ooh, God almighty help us. Because we just bought this new PC. All right. Um, but before we get into our top 10 games of the year, do you want to go first with what you're playing, or should I do my thing? Uh, I'll go first because mine will be quick because more. Quick? Well, yeah, because more on because it'll later. be the top ten. Okay, all right. Um, all I've really been playing is Guardians, and you got the plat. I beat it, so you were good. Got the plat on the costumes. So if I miss a costume, I you can, can go, back. go back and get costumes, but you can't get the other collectibles. Correct. Okay. Um, you got to send me whatever guide you used when I finally uh, get into power it. picks. Oh, okay, yeah. Use that. Okay. Um, video or written? They they do written. I too? think they have videos, but I never watched them. I just read it. Okay. Usually, it would be okay. like now. Sometimes you get stuff spoiled for you, so you'd be like, yeah, 
after you fight the big such and such. And then Thanos snaps everybody <laughs> Right, away. so it's like, yeah. ah, I kind of wish I didn't. But, yeah. I mean, there's no, like, major spoilers, right. but sometimes, I don't know, you won't always be surprised by things that are coming. But um, the only issue, and it never affected me, but there would be times where I'd be reading something and it's like, after this happens, look for this, but make sure you grab it before you do this. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, wait, was that the thing they were talking about? Is this where it is? I'm looking in that area. I'm like, I don't want to go too far. I feel like I I should stop with the Platinums now. Um, But yeah, I, so I had to go. It's all right. It'll come back. Or if it doesn't, it's, I'm sorry guys. (laughs) We're still here. Let me know. You can still hear us. Um, I had to go back and get one costume and then I had to go back. Where are you at? I've, I've nowhere. There's a trophy you can get in the first chapter that I guess technically it's missable because if you miss it, you I mean, you just can't get it. <laughs> but it's right at the beginning of the game, so I had to restart. Uh, basically, you have to go into New Game Plus anyway um, because a lot of the costumes you're just gifted after you beat the game, uh-huh. and the trophy is... That didn't do anything, by the way. Uh I think it's over there because it was when you went near the camera that it flickered on the first time. Peek behind the sausage. Um, you get a bunch of costumes just for beating the game, but in order to get the trophy, you have to um, get the costumes and equip them all. And so you have to start a new game to go actually equip the new ones that you got. But I had to play a little bit longer to do the thing that I missed in the beginning. Yada, yada, yada. Um, really liked it. Um, more to come. Nothing has happened since you've done that. I don't know what's going on. Uh, everybody watching on YouTube, I mean, after the fact on YouTube, you don't know what's going on. Our live stream right now has gone black. Um, Sorry, I don't know, guys. I think I need a new uh, mini HDMI thing. So hopefully you can still hear us, but this is why I wanted to record it on the camera separately. So... Um, okay. Well, that's frustrating. Derek, welcome to Patreon. Um, <laughs> Everything was fine before Derek showed up. No, stop <laughs> it. I will you, say, because my kids had a couple sleepovers, and one time I walked up here, and the uh, the tripod w- had fallen over with the camera still on it. So hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But, sorry, guys. Hopefully, you can still hear us. Th- this sucks. This, again, like I said, my favorite episode, but damn it. Um... So you like it. We'll talk about yeah. more about it later. Yep. I had a very interesting Christmas. If you follow me on Twitter, you will know that I went to the dark side. <laughs> Derek is just laughing. Uh, what are you doing? I'm trying to, I don't know. You're going to make something else break. <laughs> I went to the dark side. We've gone to the dark side. We have gone to the dark <laughs> side. And I got... You're going to click on stuff. Nothing. Okay. I got a freaking Xbox Series S. James, remember when you said, if you get an Xbox, Kevin, I'll buy you a blue controller. Don't buy me one. Please don't do that. If you've already done it, I'm sending it back to you. Kevin will buy you a... No, James said, I'll (laughs) buy you one, Kevin. Sorry, whatever I'm trying to say. Um, It's probably a bad cable. Yeah, that's what she said. Um, It's... Okay, focus, Kevin. James, don't don't buy me a blue controller. Cool. I I did get one for my son Noah for Christmas, and it looks awesome. It looks so cool. 
the shock, like the really bright blue. But oh, like for this Xbox? Yeah, for his Xbox, oh, not for mine. Okay. Now the funny thing about mine, and well, let, let's talk Xbox. Uh, we saw the right back screen for a second. Yeah, I know. I was trying to. I was. I was messing around. All right, I'm gonna stop talking about it. It'll either work or it won't work. I'm gonna get a new. Remind me at 9 a.m. to go buy a new mini HDMI cable. Um, Xbox. So I didn't ever think this would be a thing that I would go to the dark side, but I have. Um, the other thing I, I didn't I can't know, tell if he's just messing with you. I forgot about that, but I'll buy it now. Thanks. For, no, no, James. <laughs> no, you're not buying it now. Um, what's really funny is that. So I signed up. I wasn't sure because my kids have an Xbox One S. Again, these naming conventions are stupid. Yes. But they have a One S. At one point, we did have Game Pass. I wasn't sure if we still had it. Apparently, we don't. So I signed up for Ultimate. The thing that I'm confused about by Ultimate is that when I was looking at the different versions of Game Pass, it was like, oh, if you want Game Pass Ultimate, or if you want day one releases, get Game Pass Ultimate. And I was like, I think at day one releases, no matter what kind of Game Pass you had. Yeah. So chat or comments, let me know. Because right now I'm signed up for a dollar for the first month, 15 every month after it. It's still a ridiculous deal. I know that. But like if I can pay 10 instead of 15 a month, let's do that. Um, Barkley. It's being Barkley. The UI. I hate the UI. Now this of is not Game Pass or Xbox in general. Xbox. Okay. This is not me just being a PlayStation homer, although I've been used to PlayStation now for four generations. I I never know where to go. I'm just like boot it up and then I hold it. I'm like, okay, here's Halo or Forza. Okay, click Forza. Okay, go. But like when you try to actually go into Game Pass and stuff and find stuff to to put to your I do like that uh Game Pass, there's you can either download stuff or you can do play it later. So you've got like a list of what you want to play. I put like 40 games in that. Game Pass is awesome. Um, Ultimate gives you PC access. See, that's what I thought. No, James, I really don't want you to. Don't. Don't do that. It's fine. No, I was just messing around with you. Don't do that. I hate that you guys can't see us. I'm going to try to not (laughs) keep talking about it for everybody that's not a patron. Okay. Um, Yeah, I thought Game Pass Ultimate just gave you PC. I thought you got day one no matter what. So I'll I'll figure that out. Um, But yeah, I don't like the UI at all. At... Do you think oh. it's bad, or do you think it's really just that you're not used there's to it? There's so much. There, there's so. I mean, you came over and played it for a little bit, but I don't know how much of the. Home I didn't really you saw it. Yeah. None of it. There's just there's so much stuff where like PS5 and even you know what UI I love Switch. It's just it's a little here's your games boring, but, but, but okay. Yeah. Here's your games. You want to yeah. shop? Go down here. Okay, but you want to play? Here's your games. Boom. There, there's just so much going on. Um, but. Again, Game Pass is ridiculous, completely ridiculous. The the value of this thing is just incredible. Like I said, I've added 40 or something games to my Play It Later thing, and I can't wait. Let's talk about that Xbox controller. Yes. That D-pad, ooh, boy. James and I were DMing the other day. That's very clicky. That D-pad sucks. Yeah, I'm not. The little I used it, I'm like... (laughs) Now, the funny thing is James was talking crap about PlayStation's D-pad. I'm like, whoa. Whoa. PS3, I could kind of get that it wasn't great, but I feel like Xbox, before Xbox went to this eight way directional, like satellite thing for their D pad, it was better. This thing, I don't like it. Um, I'll get into what I've been playing on Xbox here in a month, in a minute. Ah, see, John Tingley, the UI, the UI is loud and messy. Thank you very much. 
Thank you, John. Um, Ultimate is a bundle of gold, console, and PC, where it's just playing games only. I get gold with that, too? Great. I love to play multiplayer games. Multiple. Um, wow, Jalen Brown went for 50 against the Magic. Um, the UI doesn't bother me, but I might. I think you're used to it, yeah. It, f- me going from PlayStation James to this was just like, what is happening? The controller, I hate the D-pad. I don't like the buttons also because they're like... And it's one of the problems I kind of had with the DualSense 2. They're not like super convex, but they're definitely not concave. But the Xbox is like, they're just like domes, the buttons, you know. I mean, you played RC Pro Amp a little bit and stuff, but um, the D-pad I hate. The offset sticks, I don't mind it. I still prefer them to be parallel or I don't know what I'm trying to say. Parallel? In, In line. Dots can't be parallel. In line. Aligned. Aligned, but I don't. It doesn't like when I'm playing Halo and stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah, this feels natural. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. It's just it's. It's. I'll take the Dual Sense over that thing any day. Uh, oh yeah. The, my other note here. The amount of times I've had something pop up on screen as a prompt and like push X to open this. I'm like, and you hit Y. I'm like, why is it not? Oh, idiot. Playing Nintendo with YXBA for 30 years now. Holy crap. For 30 years and trying to make my brain go, wait, no, it's XYAB. Well, have you seen the thing online? You never played GameCube, but where it's like, so you've got like home, first, second, and third, like a baseball field. On PlayStation, obviously, home is X. On GameCube, first base was X. On Nintendo, and I mean Super Nintendo and like Switch and whatever, second base is X. Right and now on X base, X base, Xbox, third base is X. And so yeah, like X has been all over the place. And yeah, one of the games I played was on Game Pass was the new Battletoads, and I was like, I see these flies buzzing around, and I know I can eat them to heal. And then I look up, I'm like, I don't know what to do to get these things. And I look up online, and it's like, okay, use the L, you use the left D, the, 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 the stick, and then Y. I'm like, well, he's just punching. What am I doing? And I'm like, that's not Y, that's <laughs> X. Crap. And then I was like, oh, now I can eat the bugs. It's just, yeah. when you've been playing with, like, that's why I love that PlayStation was just like, we're not doing letters. You could say X, cross, whatever. But, like, we're not doing letters. I wish Xbox would have done something else. But maybe this is just the old man yelling at the clouds. I don't know. Probably. Um, But I do... I'm really liking it so far. So the games that I have played... So I... uh, uh, Battletoads. Not that great. Yeah. Um, The art style kind of reminds me of Streets of Rage 4, but it's not as good. It's the the hand drawn two D stuff. There's the like it, it just doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like Battletoads, and that's probably you could almost say that that's a good thing because Battletoads on the NES and the arcade was just stupid, ridiculously hard. But there's something about it that just doesn't feel right. You can switch between the different Toads and stuff, so that's fun. But something about it just does not feel right. Yeah. Um. I'll save that one for last. Forza Horizon 5. Mm-hmm. 
This is the best looking game I've ever seen. And I'm on a Series S, not even an X. This game, you saw it a little bit. Yeah. This game is gorgeous. Now, once you hit like a cactus and it falls apart like a tree in Breath of the Wild, it's not that great. But when you're just playing it, if you're not smashing into stuff, th this game is just mind-blowing. And I'm doing it on performance mode so I can get 60 frames or close to it. I, I like this game. Now, I don't like it as much as my son, Nick, who has completely taken over my Xbox. And he has just like figured out all these custom races you can do to get XP. So you can buy this car, and then you get a super wheel spin, and then you can do this. So hopefully you get more money, and then you can do it again. And it's like he's he's worked himself up to get like a couple of Bugatti and, and a Ferrari and whatever else. Like he's It's like me in the early days of GTA Online when there was races right. you could do to get like a million dollars a race. or what. It wasn't that much, but you know what I mean. And buy a car for twenty thousand and sell it for two million. Like that's what he's doing right now, and it's hilarious. I will say it's fun. IGN giving it their game of the year though is like a little much. Right. In my opinion. A little bit much. It's not holy crap. So it's cold. So if you hear that crazy scrape scra scratching noise, that's my garage door coming through the microphone right now it's very cold so it squeaks like a banshee out of hell okay that's done what else have i played uh rare replay is awesome like when i was telling you there was like rc pro we're like was that really rare i don't know we looked at the box we found it was, it was rare i've played rc pro am the original battle toads toads um perfect dark is on there perfect dark zero banjo banjo tui is there a Banji three? There's a, there's a third one. I can't remember what it's called. They're I all on there. The third though. Um, John Tingley loves Forza Horizon. I think I'm just also not good at the game. That's one reason it's probably not <laughs> that high up on my list. Um, Rare replays, awesome. Just honestly, just being able to play RC Pro Am and then playing RC Pro Am two, and we were both like, whoa, we do not remember this at all. Yeah. Um, but our dad played RC Pro Am with us as well, so that was a fun blast from the past as he was driving in circles. He was like Jim Halpert in the corner <laughs> playing Call of Duty. Uh, what else? Halo Infinite. I got to say, Halo Infinite really sucks. I'm kidding. Okay. I'm kidding. Um, it's I'm not good at it at all but it it is so it it feels so good to play this is what reminds me of like when i started playing destiny 2 and i only played it for like two or three hours it just felt banjo kazooie nuts and bolts it just felt so good to play like it feels better than call of duty and stuff like i don't like first person shooters i don't i've only played the first halo so first off the fact that i'm jumping into halo infinite it's ridiculous. I have no idea what the hell is going on. Cortana went bad or whatever, and it pissed a bunch of people off in Halo 5. I, I don't know. And now it's this this new AI that's the weapon, but I'm kind of thinking she's actually Cortana who's just calling herself the weapon. I don't I don't have any idea. Um, I'm only probably three or four hours in. Um, you start off, you know, we saw that trailer like a year ago at E3, I think it was, where Chief is floating around space, and he's like he, he's like bouncing off of this, and he bounces off of this, then he grabs a gun, he goes into this, and brrr, then he ends up, whatever. That's how the game starts. So you're taking on the Banish up there in the ship. you got to do some objectives, kill some bad guys, some brutes, and all this other stuff. I have not seen Craig. 
if I did see Craig, he had the ultimate glow up. So I don't even know that he's Craig anymore. Um, but once you get through all of that, which I died many times again, because I'm not good at first person shooters. Um, I wish I could have more than two weapons. I think that's like a meme at this point that halo, you can only have two weapons, whatever. Um, I wish I had like a weapon wheel, like GTA five. And I've got like 20 different guns I could pick from whatever, but it just feels so good to play. Um, when you finally get through all that space stuff, you finally land on the Zeta halo and you're in the open world, the open world. And once I got there, I was like, Oh, this is cool. First, it looks great. It looks way better than when they did the original reveal, like night and day. Um, it looks so much better. You got once you get through the first, like you land and there's these bad guys. You got to get a thing. Once you do that, the AI talks to you and it's like, oh, okay, and it shows your map and it's like, here's all the boop 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 boop. Here's your main objective, but then here's there's this outpost and this outpost and there's something you can get over here that's an upgrade and then there's this thing over here and it's like, this is cool. Um, don't you mean the infinite glow up? <sighs> James, I tweeted you. My Xbox name is Kevin White 24 because K-Dubs 2-4 was taken. It was very sad. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. It just feels so good to play. It feels good to shoot people and stuff. Um, I don't know what weapons are good. What are, I'm starting to figure it out. Like, I don't like shotguns in this at all. I'm trying to get either burst rifles or fully automatic rifles, whether they're lasers or bullets, whatever. Anybody who's a Halo fan right now is like, what is this guy talking about? The grappling hook. Fun. I'm not very good with it, mm-hmm. but it, it went when, when I actually line it up right and there's a guy who's just shooting me and I go and I grapple over to him and as I'm coming in, I just go and I melee him and I just smash his face and kill him. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. Now I haven't leveled it up yet. I've done like one or two upgrades and they were both on my shield, like my health. Um, but so what I'm wondering is when I level up the grappling hook, hopefully it goes further. Cause the one thing that's frustrating right now is I go to shoot my grappling hook and I'm like, there's a mountain right there. I want to go up it. And it's like, <laughs> walk a little bit further. <sighs> okay. Oh, okay. Now I got it. Yeah. That's the only thing that's annoying about it. Um, like I said, I have no idea what's going on with the story. It does just feel good to play. The only thing that does not feel good, once I did like the first mission and I was going to go to another outpost or something, I could like call up a weapon. So I called up an ATV. I don't know what it's called. It's not the Warhog. It's it's just like an ATV. And I get on it and I'm like, okay, so obviously L2 or left trigger is going to go backwards. R2 or right trigger is going to go forward. No, sure. Moreno. Yep. You want to know how you drive this thing? And I swear if this is how all the vehicles are, please, God, somebody tell me there's something in settings that I'm not finding because this is stupid. Your throttle, your accelerate is up on the left stick. You steer with the right stick. And I can't, I'm like... uh, I don't yeah, know if don't, this is how it's always been like in that. Halo, but I'm like, this is horrible. So I finally was just like, I, and I kept trying to get off and he would just like, I would think like it was like the mongoose. I thought it would be like Y or triangle to get off. Nope. Master Chief just jumps around. He sits on the back and he's like, I'm going to shoot somebody. I'm like, okay. And then I push it again. He's like, nope, now I'm going to drive. I'm like, I just want to get off of this thing. I finally hit some button that let me get off it. I'm like, I'm running now. 
I don't ever want to get on that thing ever again. Horrible. But that being said, I really like this game so far. It's like I said, it just feels so good to play. This is this is what I think I wanted Halo to be for Halo fans. Now I have not tried multiplayer at all because there's there's just no point. Especially now after it's been out for a month over a month and a half now. I'll get destroyed, so there's no point. But really digging Halo Infinite so far. Interesting. Uh, the only other thing I've played, Guardians, I've, I haven't even got through, like I said, I haven't even got through the first chapter. I haven't even fought anybody yet. I just got to the <laughs> point where, was, because we had people in town, yeah, and I just, I, I didn't want to just be like locking myself in the room and playing video games. Um, but yeah. <sighs> I hate that I haven't played it more because I feel like it should be in my top 10, but I will say it's not because I've just, I haven't even, haven't, all yeah. I've done is I, there's like the alien goo on the wall and I shoot it and it blows up. That's as yeah. far as I got. So. Okay. So you have to fire your gun at least. I did. I've not fought anybody though. Okay. So Sean, like I said, based on the title and everything else, this is our game of the year episode, our top 10 episode for 2021, which depending on what you think was either a really good year or a really kind of okay year. I thought it was a, I thought it was a pretty good year. Yeah, I would say pretty good. Yeah. Pretty, 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 pretty good. good. Where am I right now? I can't tell you the amount of times I've hit the wrong buttons for stuff. Yeah, there, yeah, it's, yeah, especially when I'm, yeah. Well, Breath of the Wild has some other weird things. Like, <clears throat> it's been so long since I've played now, but I remember, like, whatever you push to go f- to sprint on land is different from what you push to go fast when you're in the water there's just like things that it's like why doesn't the same button do both of these and it doesn't but it's been forever since i played so yeah breath of the wild's got some weird stuff going on it's got a lot of weird stuff going on we'll see if two fixes that all right so we did ask for submissions from our viewers readers listeners no viewers listeners followers and we got some entries. The first one comes from Dustin Downs, and I will read these in reverse order. Dustin said number 10 for him is Far Cry 6, but he also said he's barely played it, but he refuses to put Vanguard on the list. So I think he played 10 games this year, or 11 games this year, and he's like, I'm not putting Call of Duty Vanguard. Good for you. Number 9, he had Kena, Kena Bridge of Spirits. Nice. Number 8, Death's Door. Nice. Number 7, Mario Party Superstars. Okay. Number six, Little Nightmares 2. 2? Two? 2. Number five, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Okay. Ripped Apart. Number four, Toem. Now, all I know about this game, this is the one that uh, Portillo is in. Oh. Okay. I think it's an easy platinum, but it's like a $25 easy platinum. I'm like, <laughs> no. No. It's, a, it's like a side-scrolling walking simulator kind of a thing, I think, but Dustin, let me know. Number three, Returnal. Okay. He's only on Biome 3, or else it probably would be his game of the year. Biome 3. I never got that far, Dustin. Oh, three. Three, yeah. Five sucks. <clears throat> yeah. But like, can't you go from one? one kicked my you can butt go from for, one to four. Once you beat three, you yeah. can skip to That's four. That's when you yeah. get the grapple. Or no, one. then you actually just starting. You, you start at four. <clears throat> um. 
Yeah, one kicked my butt for a while. Two, I pretty much flew through it. Three kicked my butt for a while. But to me, five is by far the worst. I actually found if you have the right weapon, biome six. I forgot there was, was six. one of the easier ones because it's all it's underwater first of all, but it's like. You don't have to swim. You just walk and jump, but everything's in slow motion. Right. So it's just like, I don't know. It just seemed like everything was easier. You've got to, more time or something. Yeah. So Biome 5 <clears throat> sucks. Number two, Dustin had Chicory, a colorful tale. I've heard that's a very I've, good game. Yep. Did you play it? I have not. No. no, but I've heard the same. Number one, this makes me happy even though I didn't play it, Hitman 3. Oh. Okay. Again, I feel like Hitman 3, even though I haven't played it, I feel like it, it kind of got screwed this year because it came out in January. So everybody's yeah. like, eh, we forgot. Whatever. Just, just You're out of here. Right. John Tangley writes in, he only played two new games in 2021, but number two, he has Returnal. Okay. Number one, Outriders. Now, Outriders, Mr. Colin Moriarty. John, you may have already told us previously, but uh, let me know in the chat where you're at in Returnal. Or if you beat it, maybe you've already beaten it. I don't know. Outriders might Colin's been hinting that that might be his game of the year. And he's like, people are going to be pissed. I'm like, but whatever. But like who you pick whatever you want. Like, right. I don't it's, care. Like yeah. if I pick Hybroxia two is my game of the year. Spoiler alert. Like it's my game of the year. It doesn't matter. But now that that, that is still on game pass, I'm kind of like, I've heard really good things about it. I kind of want to try it, but also I have five games I'm trying to play right now, <laughs> you know? So yeah, Maybe I'll get to it, but I've heard very good things about it. And then Derek writes in, uh, 2021 releases. He's got number three is Back for Blood okay, on Game Pass. Another one I should try because I've got 75 games to play. Number two, Metroid Dread. Nice. And number one, Resident Evil Village. Awesome. Okay. Now, of all the games he played in 2021, counting old games, he had number five, Back for Blood. Number four, Control, a game I still got to get back to. I don't know what happened, but I just fell off that game and I never. Did went you back. try it? I can't oh, remember. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I uh, didn't get. Su- I probably got three, four hours into it, but Johnson Biome Three. Okay, yeah, Biome Three kicked my butt for a while. The all the little drone things, like well, I couldn't get through two. Yeah. Uh, then he had number three, Breath of Wild, two Dread, and one Resident Evil Village. Cool. I will say, I like that you put Breath of the Wild behind Dread and Village. I'll just say that. That's probably where it should be. That's correct. <laughs> Thank you, Derek. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now it is time for our top 10 list. So, again, we have not played everything. These are our favorite games. We are not saying that these are the best, the technical marvels, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I still can't believe I ranked Last of Us Part Two number four, and you had it as five, and I hated that game. It's just still hilarious to me last year but these are our favorite games <laughs> what <laughs> i just i forgot about that yeah me too well i went recently i went back and listened to it i was like oh my god and all i did was talk about how much i hated it but it was like <laughs> so good that i couldn't rank it lower than that yeah um our top 10 games we haven't played everything this is our specific list now sean sean before we get into the actual top 10 do you have any disappointing games or any shout-outs you want to give? I have disappointing I and honorable mention. All right. Disappointing games. I have two. I have two. All right. Probably the same two. Yep. <laughs> Zelda, Axiom Verge. You punched me again. <laughs> uh, not much to say. Zelda, 
I almost didn't even put it on my disappointing games because it's exactly <clears throat> we really knew what it was. It is what we thought it was. It's not what I thought it was, though. I thought I, I really thought they did more. I guess I'm more disappointed in the fact that they did nothing to it except put it on Switch. Like, and I know they added non-motion controls, but, but to me, they? it's even worse. But did they? Like, yeah. I don't like the motion controls, and I much, much, much prefer the motion controls in this game. Yeah. I'll probably never play it again. It is what it is. I don't think I even... I, I'm trying to remember... what. I don't think I even beat the first dungeon. I think I was in the middle of the first dungeon, and I was just... Like, I think I beat the first I was like, I, I hate this. I, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I spent $60 on that freaking game. I also spent $60 on GTA, the Definitive Edition Trilogy. That's another disappointing one. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that, but... Um, it wouldn't have made my top 10 anyway. No, God, no. Um, Axiom Verge. Axiom Verge. It's just not good. I don't know. I think I liked the first one a decent amount. Certainly more than you did. The first so, one to me was like a seven. And this is like a four or five. I don't even know that it's... Yeah, yeah it's I don't just, even know it's that high. You didn't even get to the part that I got to where I was just no. like, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to play through this part, this long part of the game where I can't be... Minor spoilers. Where I can't be the main character. I'm this little thing instead. Are you kidding me? I, like, I think Axiom Verge, one of, one of the things I don't like about it, like I, was, I remember I told you when I played it before you did, I was like, something about the combat just doesn't feel right. Like, it used to be before I played Symphony and Bloodstained and these other Metroidvanias, I used to think Metroidvanias were better when there were guns. Mm-hmm. But then I started to say, no, melee weapons are better. Well, an Axiom Verge to Axiom Verge is not better with a melee weapon. It's just not. And I know you can throw like a, a hacksaw, Jim Duggan thing, whatever it is. Like you can throw stuff, but it's not the same thing. The combat. And then you've got the hills and stuff. And there's an enemy coming up the hill and you duck and attack. You can't really hit them. It's just. There's a lot of there's, issues. There's something. I, I appreciate Tom Hap for making this game. Yeah. The fact that like one dude yes. made it like. My hat's off to you, but like, ugh, not for me. <laughs> James Solar says, I told you about Skyward Sword. When I was on the podcast, I told you it wouldn't work button controls. I owed, I own Skyward Sword for the Wii. Never made it past the first dungeon. Thank you. I beat it on the Wii. I just, I don't know. This is what we got for the 35th anniversary. They couldn't even yeah. give us Twilight Princess they, or uh, Wind Waker on the Switch. Yeah. But we did get the game and watch. Uh, shout outs you got er, slash honorable mentions. honorable mentions uh, grimoire yes the fact that a uh, thanks a mobile game I mean you can play it on the iPad with a PS5 controller yeah it's basically not a mobile game at that point but it still just feels like a mobile game I really liked it and it probably would have been I mean I guess it would have been like 11 or 12 but uh, it didn't make the top 10. Yeah. The other one, which it kind of hurts, but again, it just didn't make it. It probably would have been number 11. Uh, Abraxia 2. Mm. Didn't crack the top 10. Really liked the game. Shout out to Colin. Um, <clears throat> really enjoyed the game, but just outside my top 10 for the year. So I will say, if I played more of some of the games that I just started, it probably wouldn't have made my top 10. Yeah. But spoiler alert, it probably just barely did. I want to give a shout out to not the Castlevania Advance Collection, but just 
Ari of Sorrow. See, and that's another one that did not. I guess I could have put that in honorable. I don't. Mention, I don't but think I'm it like, should count. But I'm yeah, just saying, I'm like, like, it's I'm all just, old games, but yeah. it was all new to me. Got the platinum, but I don't know. No. I loved Ari of Sorrow, like Castle of the Dungeon, whatever, whatever the other two Castle are called. Of the Dungeon. Circle of the Moon or Circle of the Dissonance, whatever. Circle it's of the Moon, Harmony of Dissonance, yeah. Ari of Sorrow. They're not good. Ari of Sorrow is like. It's like comparing Symphony to Castlevania 1. Or no, no, sorry, Castlevania 2. I will say that. That's how big the gap is in quality, I think. Yeah. I love Arya Sorrow. I would have just bought that alone for 20 bucks. I'm glad I finally played through it. It was amazing. Also, shout out to Madden. Everybody hates on it. I bought it for the first time in three years this year. I had a lot of fun with it. It's not in my top 10. It shouldn't be because it's just Madden, whatever. I didn't have any crazy glitches or anything like Angry Joe and other people pointed out. I just had a lot of fun with it. And every once in a while, I'm just like, I'm going to buy Madden. Also, rest in peace, John Madden. Super. Oh, sad. my God. Yeah. Yeah. I should have made it number one just because Madden died. Honestly, though. Yes, John. Habraxia was uh, February this year. As bad as it sounds, there was a moment when I saw that he died that I was like, kind of thought maybe he already died. No. Like. But he's just been completely like yeah. You well, never was hear like, from him anything about him, see him. Nothing. Well, that's what was crazy. That's what I was, was like, like, like I guess two days. I would have thought maybe he was two days before dead. they had the premiere of his like documentary thing. Yeah, and then Betty White, for God's sakes, this this twenty twenty two. You gotta you gotta help us out. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Death Store. I haven't played it anymore. Again, I'm trying to play five games at the same time right now. Now that company is no longer here. I'm going to dive into them this week, hopefully, over the next two weeks, probably, before we, we talk again. I mean, not talk, you don't know. <laughs> um, to try to catch up on some stuff. But I, it probably would have made my top ten, but since I've only just barely gotten into it, I haven't played it since the last time we podcasted. So I, okay. I, I know it's good. I'm still trying to debate, do I go with the umbrella or not? When I watched uh, The Completionist did a video on it, every gameplay footage he had was him with the umbrella. I'm like, no, if you're going to complete it, yeah, you got to go with the yeah, umbrella. You got to, yeah. Uh, also, shout out to Forza. Um, shout out to Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I just didn't get to it enough yet. And it, I, I, I hate it because when I, when I got on Christmas, I was like, yes. And then I also had the Xbox and then it was just we had friends and parties and it was just, I couldn't get to it. But shout out to Guardians of the Galaxy. Sean, we'll talk about that later. I know for sure. Yeesh. All right. And now... Onto our top 10 games. 20, 21. Sean. You want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Uh, number 10. Number 10. Uh, just barely cracking. Now, this one I thought about. I could have moved this. This could have not made it, or it could have been even a few spots higher. Uh, Derek, I agree. I beat it also. I didn't get the true ending because I wasn't going to go try to get all those souls in Arya. Um, I think I was a little hard on this game because I did like it. Cyber Shadow. Okay. Such, like, I have really fond memories of the game and then I have really bad memories of the game. You have PTSD with a game like, like that. It was a really, really good game. I think if the difficulty, like, if the difficulty was a 10, if it had just been turned down to, like, an 8, like, the game, game I think, would be infinitely better. Um, It was a lot of fun. Just <clears throat> the difficulty 
and I like difficult games, but this was just like, like the fact that they tell you at the end, you died this many times. It's like, okay, you guys are really just making a game to see how many times you can have the players die. Like they just went out of their way to make it overly times? difficult. But that being said, I liked it a lot. I didn't die anywhere near as much as you or yeah, James did, but I still died a lot. Um, but I did really enjoy it. Just way too difficult of a game. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'll talk about it in a minute. It's yeah. it's a beautiful game. I have... It's weird for me that game has... Since I beat it and I was so pissed off, <laughs> it's like I was pissed. But now as the months go by, it's kind of risen when I think back on it. And I look at gameplay videos and I go back and watch the video that I uploaded when I beat the boss. And I was like, the, the final boss. And I was like, this is... When you get it, it's it it is like the whole uh, not like everything is you know a Soulsborne game. Oops, sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> a Soulsborne game, whatever. But James says Cyber Shadow is not as hard as Cuphead. James, you, I, you're crazy. No, it's, Cuphead it's, was easy compared to that, except yeah. for the flying robot boss. Everything else was not that bad. I could not go back and beat it right now. Oh, I'm gonna have to go back and play it. But before the deli- the DLC <laughs> island comes out, I'm gonna have to beat it again to actually get used to it again. Yeah. All right, number ten for me. As I alluded to, Hyproxia two. Okay. Um. This is not just because it's a Colin game. We got to interview Colin about the game, and then we interviewed him again, and all that. It's not because of that. It's just this game was like. Every once in a while, you want a game that's just like old school arcadey fun you know there's a story and stuff which like I space can, kabam n- not space <laughs> kabam, but like apple slasher yes whatever it's apple yeah. slash um but this was like this was this is one of my favorite side-scrolling shmups that are like flight based ever yeah. like it's something like with un squadron and and like r type 3 and stuff like that it's just it's that good and it's i like to one but the fact that Habraxia 2 brought in the twin stick controls. Like, I can remember the first time I booted up and we, you know, we got review codes. Thank you, uh, East Asia Soft and Lily Mo. We got the review codes and I was playing through it and I was like, this is just like, uh, uh, I'm flying and I'm moving and I'm like, this doesn't feel like it should be twin stick, whatever. I was just thinking, because I think right before we got the codes, I went back and played Habraxia 1 a little bit. And that's just, you, you just, you shoot in your line of sight and whatever. But then, when you get the hang of it, the twin stick controls make all the difference perfect, in the world yeah. in this game. It controls so perfectly, and it's... Well, see, I played two first, yeah. and then going back to yeah. one, I was just like, ugh. Like, I think if I hadn't played two first, one would still have been a pretty good game. But trying to play one after two, I'm just like, no. Yeah. Can't do it. And it's also crazy, like, I went back and looked at our review, and I did a lot of that footage after I was in New Game Plus... So I had like I was shooting five or six bullets at once, and I had like yeah. three hundred health. And and then you think about it when I went back to just like start a new game, and I'm just like pew pew, and there's fifty enemies flying. At you. I was like, oh, this game's tough. And if you go through it to make it tough on yourself, and you don't do the upgrades, that game is really difficult. Yeah, still can't wait for the PS5 version. I don't think I'm gonna platinum it just based on what Colin told us and other people about what the trophy list is gonna be. Um, but also, I mean, it's got great pixel art. The soundtrack was awesome. When I was list- when I went back and watched our review and I was just listening to the music in the background and then in the transitions and stuff, I was like, 
man, that soundtrack was really, really good. Oh yeah. Um, the only two things I didn't like, and we talked about it in the review was there's a lot of repeated enemies yep. and bosses from the first game, but I get it. They're like, it's basically Barry and a guy making art. Like it's, it, it's tough when you're that small. So I, I forgive them for that. And there were some new bosses and stuff, but overall just, just changing the gameplay, having it go vertical and horizontal and everything. I really like my time with Abraxia too. And it's number 10 for me. Okay. Uh, number nine. Number nine. Oh. Uh, number nine. Trigger Witch. Hmm. Um, this is funny. <laughs> Just where, okay. Yeah. Uh, Trigger Witch, for anybody that doesn't know, um, it's a top-down Zelda-like with guns. guns. Um... A lot of fun, especially if you like 2D Zelda games. This is this is for you. Um, I know we both loved it. Um, got to have John O'Peck on the show. Got to talk to him all about it. Super cool guy um, who did some of the writing and stuff for it. Just a really fun game. Like it was fun, as you would expect a Zelda game with guns to be. But it was also just more. And the ending, like, I won't spoil it, but, like, the, not the ending, but, like, I guess the, the final, final boss. boss. You're like, what, what? is happening? Yes. Um, it was just, it was really good. It was, honestly, it was a better game than it had any right being, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, they, I don't know. It was a lot of fun. That's also going to have a PS5 version coming, I think. I tweeted them today. I'm still wondering. But okay. I, I hope they didn't cancel it because I would love to go back. I don't even want to just load my save. I yeah, just I would play through it again. And again, yeah. we got review codes for this as well. I would gladly buy this for 20 bucks and then get another Platinum. Like, Absolutely, yeah. I want to support them. I love that game. Rain Bite's awesome. I still need to go back and buy Reverie. I should probably buy it now oh, and just I, have I it keep on forgetting my, about that. On my yeah. Venus, so I've got it. But Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Trigger Witch, number nine. Interesting. My number nine is probably a lot lower than you had it. Maybe not, but probably. I had this higher up, and then the more I kept thinking about my list, I was like, no, these are my favorite games, not just, technically speaking, what do I think is the best game this year? Number nine is Returnal. This effing game, this freaking game, I've never been so (laughs) impressed by a game, but also beaten to a bloody pulp by a game yeah this is let's talk about the positives this game is beautiful the the atmosphere everything about atropos or however you say it is so cool i do like the roguelike elements of it to where every time it's a different layout but i died so many times in the first biome that i was like well okay if i go in here oh it's this room okay so i know i gotta go okay i got and then you you learn the layouts even without knowing the layouts um it's creepy. It's atmospheric. When you finally get to the house the first time, I only got to two houses, I think, because, yeah, because I only got to two biomes, I guess. Um, it's super weird. I, I still, at some point, I need to just go watch, like, an all cutscenes thing uh, for yeah. Eternal, like you need to do for Death Stranding. Um, or, no, you did it, right? No. I just read what happened. I hate you. The, it's, like, two hours long. No, just the ending. It was, like, a 30, oh, 35, okay. 30, I think 35 meant all minutes. the cutscenes. No, it's, like, eight hours. If you watch all the cutscenes. <laughs> Um, it's not really, it's like six. Um, but like, it's a beautiful game that I appreciate, like 
Housemark went from making, no offense, but like Resogun, one of my favorite PS4 games, but it's an arcade shooter game. And then other things like, I can't remember what the names of them are now, but like to Returnal, yeah. a roguelike, AAA, big budget, ridiculous action, Demon Souls with guns-ish, like not even Demon's, Demon Souls wasn't that bad, a Souls-ish game with guns that's also a roguelike with a cool story and everything. They 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 did it. And no matter what I think, obviously Sony was impressed with it enough to buy Housemark. Mm-hmm. But this game also broke me. Yes. It's I mean it breaks a lot of people. It was harder than Demon Souls. It's harder than Bloodborne. It was harder than Cyber Shadow. It was harder than Cuphead. It was harder than Insert Here. It's it's the hardest to me, the hardest 3D game I've ever played. Kevin, I like Returnal more than Hyraxia 2. I mean, a little bit. But again, it's like Hyraxia is like a two-hour game. It's just like... Even though I couldn't get past the second boss, until it finally broke me, I still was always like, okay, one more run. Okay, yep. next time I'm going to find the Moon Man <laughs> and I'm going to get the right... Like, I'm going to actually find level, like, seven guns instead of just zero or one. The RNG is what finally broke me. It's like, why, why do I just keep finding level zero guns? And I know it's because i got to level up first before I find the guns and stuff like that. But it's almost like, I feel like if they would have made Returnal be linear, non-roguelike, it could have been a better game, is what I think. Yeah, I like the, I mean, I don't know. I think you could keep some of the gameplay mechanics and just not have it be a roguelike. But I also think it's just, it's not, I don't know. Is that you or me? That was my stomach. <clears throat> um, if, and I don't think it'll happen, but it won't. If they made a Returnal 2, would you just be like, nope? Or would you be like, okay, yeah, I'll try it again. I'll try it again. Really? I mean, I still think I would like to go back to this at some point and just like, okay, I'm going to start from scratch. I know what the game is. Let's You're relearn not. it when I'm not. Yeah, I know. You already have a backlog, and this year's only going to make it worse. I know. You're not going to go back to Returnal. But you also never finished Ghost. No. Never even got through Act 2. <laughs> You're missing out. I wish you could hold two guns. That would have made a difference. Yeah. I did like when I finally got the lightsaber sword thing. That was at least like, okay, I can run, uh, the, like the tower things, I can go, dodge and then, and then go over here, dodge. Like, I like that, but it was just, the game broke me. I just, yeah. Yeah. Number nine, return. Number eight, Sean. Cool. Uh, number eight. Ah. Um, ah. Kenna. 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 I mean, it's not my number eight. Stop yeah. punching my hand. <laughs> um, another game that just kind of, I feel like. This is crazy. Our lists are so different. I like this. It was way better than it had any right. Be- I mean, it was more or less what I expected when I saw it, but it's like, it doesn't play like an indie game. No. Um, I had my complaints about it. I think, I still think it's weird that you never like level up your weapon. Like, mm-hmm. You just do the same damage throughout the game. It's not like unheard of, but I don't know. It just seemed kind of weird to me. It seemed like... Like how does anybody beat it on hard the right way and get the platinum? Yeah. Well, I got the platinum. No, yeah, okay. Um, Sure, you did. 
but yeah, it was beautiful game. Um, the little the 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 rot super so cute. cute. Yeah, they can I like wear the them. little hats and yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, I just thought like I can't wait to see what comes next. Like I think that was like I don't. Th- I mean, maybe it'd be Kenda two, but like I don't even know how you do a sequel to this. I mean, I mean, you could. You can always just you keep could going. Figure, There's yeah, more spirit. Yeah. You can do whatever, but right. like, but the ending was so. When you see, well, I'll save it for when I talk about it. But the, but the final boss, yeah, that whole thing was awesome. And then when you think of, for some reason, the final boss, as I'm thinking of it now, it kind of made me think of like Immortals: Phoenix Rising's final boss. The uh, scale and everything, yeah. But then Immortals yeah. didn't turn out to be a big, cute, flying... Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I know at first when I started playing it, and I, I I remember, I think I was texting you, I'm like, how does this game not have a map? Like, I'm so lost. And then I got a map like five minutes after. Right. I'm like, oh, thank God. Seems like it could have used to have like a mini map I think that would have helped a lot. But even when you get the map, it wasn't great. It reminds right. me when of, like, I, got, I think I said it reminds me of God of War's map. Which it was just was kind of good. like a macro map. Like, yeah. you're in this area. Yeah, it wasn't all that helpful. Um, but when I'm, like, following the path on the map, I'm like, okay, I want to go there. And when I see the fork, I want to go left. So I'd be going. I'm like, have I gotten to the fork yet? And I look at the map, and I'm, like, way yeah. past it. I'm like, oh, I got to turn around and look, you know, like, just little annoyances like that. But... I think a mini map would have been very helpful. The map, when I first looked at it, and I just looked at the whole thing. I mean, you can't see it, but you can see the size of what will be the map yeah. once you you know, discover everything. I'm like, this Holy game's a lot wild. bigger yeah. than I thought. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I liked it a lot. It was pretty much exactly spot on what I expected it to be. Yeah. Not really better, not really worse, just exactly what I wanted. Yeah. So, yep, a number eight game. Cool. James did not find the map and Kana helpful. Yeah, Agreed. it really wasn't. Agreed. Number eight for me, Hell has frozen over for the first time ever oh in boy. our nearly, in our six years of doing this podcast, I am putting an Xbox game on my top 10 list and it probably could have gone higher that was weird. I said, higher, higher, higher if I would have played more of it. But I already talked about it, but number eight for me is Halo Infinite. It I just it. feels so good to play. And I feel like, first off, I feel like if I knew what the hell was going on with the story, it would have been higher already. But I'm like, I, I don't even know what, I have no idea what's going on. I just want to be chief and shoot stuff, you know? Um, But I feel like it'll end up going higher the more I play it. I do want to beat it. But again, I'm like trying to... Dr- I'm really done, honestly, with Forza right now. I'm like, it was fun. It looks beautiful, cool. It's taking yeah, like I don't 120 know. gigs on my hard drive. So I'm like, Nick, will you just be done with this so I can delete it, please? I just don't know. I've never been that big into just racing games. Like, Mario Kart is one thing. Mario yeah. Kart's fun when you're, you are you can, like, attack people, shoot people, whatever. But, like, literally just driving around and racing, uh, like, I have no interest in It's Grand GTA Turismo. without the... Because it's open world, it's GTA without the NPCs, and you can't get out of the car and shoot stuff. Right. It's right. I don't know. It's not for me. But it, I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. 
But I, I do like Halo. I want to stick with it. I want to stick with Halo. I want to get back to Guardians, and then I'll finish up Death's Door, and I'll figure out if I can actually get to Platinum or not. <laughs> um, but yeah, Halo Infinite, the first time I've ever had an Xbox-only game on my top ten list, because I've never had an Xbox until a week ago. We've gone to the dark side. Dark side. All right, number seven, Sean. Yeah. Uh, hey. Number seven. Number seven. Ah. Uh, Death's Door. Hmm. I love this game. And when I beat it, or even just while I was playing it, I thought for sure this was going to be in my top five. Hmm. But then once I actually started thinking about it, I'm like, oh, no, nah, it's below that. Uh, it's below that. Uh, it's below oh, that. I so, my friend Peppa Pig. Um, oh, yeah. Damn it, that's going to be my 75th play. i got to get on that. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, keep going. Oh, yeah, another honorable mention, my friend Peppa Pig. Of course, yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked it. It was... Uh, it's a very challenging game, a challenging it, platinum. Or is it just because of the umbrella? Well, uh, yeah, it's I think a challenging it, platinum. But, okay. If you played the game... The normal, right like the way it's meant to be, whatever meant to be, meant to be, with the different weapons, it's really not that bad. And like I said, I didn't really find the bosses that challenging. The final it was boss, the swarms. and I think it was the second to last boss, or maybe third to last. I can't remember how it all plays out, but like there was two bosses more or less at the end of the game that were tough. <clears throat> but again, tough with the umbrella. Maybe wouldn't have been so right. bad with an actual weapon, but whatever. Um. There's a bit of a collectathon for the the, the platinum, seeds. but like it didn't really, yeah. But I didn't have to. I thought I was going to miss a lot of them, and I think when I actually started just trying to clean everything up for the platinum, I'd only missed one. I think maybe two. I think it was one. Yeah, I'm trying to explore a lot. I mean, I'm in yeah. the, like the second area, whatever. But yeah, there's definitely some areas that I like better than others. Um, where are you at? The, the, the same place when the 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 spinning whiz robe guys the, okay. there was the swarm i've only beaten the one quote-unquote boss i think i was getting close to the second boss in the second area after the guy was like oh, i'm still dead hit me oh i'm still dead here do a roll attack yeah yeah so i've yeah um what's funny is this game it kind of reminded me of hear me out mm-hmm. village because you just kind of start and you're in this area and then you beat it and then all of a sudden it's like okay here's the rest of the game it's like you got to go here you got to go there and you got to go there just like village did and you have to go through doors like village the first level oh don't tell me after that is like a a house oh are you serious the second area was a kind of like a Wait, what was the second one? Is it? Eh? What was the second one in Village after the house? Were there four or were there three? There was Castle, House, Fishman, and then Heisenberg. Okay, so yeah. I'm trying to think of what the second area is in Death's Door. For whatever reason, it reminded me of hmm. Fishman's area. Um, Like it's flooded, there's water yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But I, I was like, why? I don't know. It was just <laughs> what is happening? Really yeah. weird. And I'm like, I swear to God, if this last area is like a factory, a factory I'm going to be like, like okay, cyborgs. this is being done You're going to be purpose. like Leo. But it wasn't. Uh, but yeah, I really like the game. Um, 
I'd heard it described as Zelda. It's not really Zelda no. at all. I mean, there's arrows and bombs and swords. Like, okay, but that's becoming more and more commonplace now. It's yeah. more like Demon Souls. Like, it's more of like a Soulsborne game in that again with the umbrella you can't just go around like slashing everybody like you're only doing a little bit of damage so it's like hit 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 get away dodge you gotta learn the patterns yeah Yeah. um yeah i really like this game um i thought it was gonna be in my top five but when i actually started laying everything out it it didn't make it but number seven not bad i like how different our lists are so far and they're going to be different as we keep going that makes me happy but I think our top is going to be pretty similar. Number seven for me, the hardest game I've ever played, I think. But I did beat it. And that game, Cyber Shadow. James, you don't know what you're talking about. It's much more difficult than Returnal. Or no, Returnal's more difficult is what I meant to say. Sorry. I'm shocked you have it that high. I mean, I get it. It's but. Like I said, after I beat it, and as the months go on, and I watch gameplay and stuff, and I think about it, I'm like, man, but it was like so satisfying. Like, I was so pissed because I died 493 times or whatever. The, whatever 100, I think it was 193. It wasn't that much, but mm-hmm. it was a lot of times. But it's just like, it was Ninja Gaiden meets Contra Hardcore. Yes. It was Ninja Gaiden in the hard... It was all, If you would have taken Ryu Hayabusa and put him in a Contra Hardcore world, that's this game. And make him a, a yeah. cyborg instead of a person. Well, you know, yeah. Beautiful game, pixel art. What like once I like the the first time I saw Cyber Shadow, I was like, okay, you've got my attention. It was probably three years ago or something. And then it was like, Yacht Club Games didn't make it, but uh, Mecha Head made it. I think is what or Mecha Head or Mecha Head. I forget. Excuse me. But the fact that they were going to publish this game, like, I felt I felt like Leo again. I'm like, oh, you guys made Shovel Knight. You know 8-bit style of action platformers. Now I'm super interested. Yeah. So I was like, day one purchase, I don't, I'm don't. i all in. It's fine. I liked how, when I was thinking about this, while it was the hardest 2D game I've ever played, I liked the checkpoint system, although a lot of times I was just like, please, God, just get me to the next yes. checkpoint. By the end, I was just like running there so using many times. iframes and just be like, get me to the yes. checkpoint. But I like when you get to the checkpoints and then it's like, okay, you made it. So now here's a reprieve. Not only can you get your health back, but do you want to upgrade and add one of the like the, the spinny blade things that goes everywhere? Or do you want to upgrade? Uh, I forget what the other upgrade was you can do sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I like that they did that. Uh, the cutscenes in it reminded me of Ninja Gaiden. It's just... The bosses were... T- Some bosses were like... Oh, that wasn't so bad. And then other bosses were like, are you, are you are you kidding me? I had such a tough time with the damn dragon in the water. I had hopes of getting the platinum. And then once I saw one of the trophies was to beat that boss without ever falling in the water. I'm like, I can barely beat this yeah. boss, period. Let alone do it without ever falling you in the water. You have to hit those things perfectly so that they actually land. Like, no. Yeah. Once I saw that, I'm like, okay, well, I'm not getting that platinum. Oh, these are three hilarious comments in the chat. Derek says, I played I played on Kevin's recommendation, could only get about three quarters of the way through, and I gave up. James says he died over 900 times. <laughs> I don't think you died that many. Maybe I did die 400 times. I, I, I tried to find it. I couldn't find it. Uh, and John, John says he bought The Messenger <laughs> thinking it was Cyber Shadow. Another fantastic <clears throat> game. The Messenger is amazing. It's a better the messenger, game. 
Yes, it's a better yeah. game. It's also one of my favorite Metroidvanias. It's also one of the best written games ever. Yeah. Like, the, the humor in it is so good. It's just, oh, I need to go back and play that again. But yeah, uh, and, and the, the, the again, wait, I got sidetracked. The boss fights, some weren't that bad, some were horrible. The last boss fight, I was like, I kept learning the patterns and learning the patterns. And like, he's going to jump up here and go, I got to go over here and I'm going to And then I let my thing recharge. He's going to do it again. I go over here, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes like, and I'm like, and then the stuff starts blowing you back and you got to jump away as he's throwing all these different, there's missiles coming down and all this stuff. But it's like when you get in the zone, it's not as crazy as it was when I beat the Valkyrie Queen in God of War. But it was close. Because when I finally beat it and I recorded my gameplay, I was like, I'm just... Even if I got hit, I was like, no, I'm good. It's just like, I don't know that I'll ever play through it again because it was just so no. brutal, but I really like my time with it, and it's my number seven game of the year. Yeah. Yes, Messenger is awesome. Yep, don't be mad, John. You did good. All right, number six. Number uh, six. Um. When we're done, send me your list so I can do graphics. Okay. Uh, number six. Number six. Uh, Returnal. I thought you would have had a higher. Okay. I thought when I was playing it, I thought it might be your game of the year. I was like, this has but a it was also early be, in the year. It was yeah. like halfway through the year. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this has a chance to be game of the year. I don't know. Like, I'm very proud of that platinum. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Yes, but. Getting the platinum, like, that's what broke me. Like, yeah. the game obviously is very difficult, but like, Biome Five, I just I hated. And by the time once I finally beat it, I just skipped it pretty much every time until I had to actually go and find everything there, and it was terrible. Wow, I didn't know. Yeah, that. You didn't know that. Nope. Um. Yeah, really cool game, really cool story, a lot of fun. It's the first roguelike game that I've ever really gotten into. I'd never really played too many. Um, what was the one? Enter the Gungeon. It's kind of cool. It never really clicked with me. Like, I just didn't... It uh, felt like you... I think you said it felt like you were never making any progress. Yeah, I don't really yeah. know what I was doing. Yeah, it just Whereas seemed this, like... at least with this, you're getting ether and you're doing whatever. And, yeah, yeah, You know, you're unlocking... St- yeah. Yeah, um, but I remember, you know, you got it before I did, and when I played it here, I was like, okay, I I like this. I think I'm going to give it a try. And I remember playing it here the first time, and I think it was the first time you had seen it too, the first time I got to the house, all of a sudden I was like, what, what is happening? Ha-? And I was like, and I couldn't go in yet, but I was just like, is this a Kojima game? Yeah, I'm yeah. like, this is... It just gives me a weird feeling. I was having, like, Resident Evil 7 flashbacks or something, but I'm like, what is happening? And I don't know. But, yeah, once you figure out, you should... <clears throat> There's not a whole lot of cutscenes, really. I'm trying to think back. I would just like to look it up, or maybe, like you said, read the Wikipedia. And, like, I just want to know, yeah. why is she in this loop? Yeah. What happened? What I feel is like everything house? is just kind of revealed. Like, obviously, the house is her house that she grew up in or something. Yeah, I don't know that there's a whole lot of story. Sorry. It's been so long now, but, like, I don't remember a whole lot of story being revealed throughout the game. I think okay. you just, like, beat it, and then it's like, here's what happened. Exactly, okay. yeah. So you could probably just watch the ending. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a fun game. 
I don't know that it ever. I was DMing with James a lot when I was trying to get my yeah. platinum. I think he got it before I did. <clears throat> yeah, actually, yeah, James got it before I did. But there's just like a few random collectibles that I just I couldn't yeah. find, and it's all just random whether they spawn That's what or Colin not. Colin finally was like, "I'm done. I, I'm oh, not God, it I'm was done. it was a lot of fun. I think honestly, if I didn't care about the platinum maybe it would have been ranked higher like i do have a little bit of ptsd from this game yeah like oh yeah if i didn't go and i mean it was hard enough just beating it and then trying to get the platinum which was all just luck there were times where i just i had to stop i'm like i'm sick of doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again and not getting the thing that i need like nothing i'm getting nothing out of it and then god yeah all in all a very very awesome game I don't think it's too difficult. I mean, it's difficult, but again, I think it was more the platinum and all the like RNG, you know, got to have good luck kind of things that really kind of broke me. Um, but still a very awesome game. Yeah, the difficulty broke me. Yeah. All right. Thought it'd be higher, but I get it. I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's good. Number six for me, Trigger Witch. Hmm. Like I said in our review, I think I said in the review, I definitely said it when we talked to Jono. I feel like Rainbite made this game for us. Yeah. It was like, oh, Link to the Past is your favorite game of all time between the two of you, like ranked, whatever. Cool. How about we do that, but with guns and <laughs> twin stick controls? And I was like, before I even knew Jono was an, and I've kind of known who Jono is for a while. Um, obviously never to the point where I could actually interview him and stuff, but like even before I knew he was writing it and stuff, like I remember the first time I saw that it might've been a kind of funny thing. It might've been one of their KF games showcase or something. I can't remember when it got revealed, but I was like, Oh, okay. This looks cool. And then like two years later it came out. Um, like Sean said, it's a link to the past with guns the controls are perfect. I like how you can switch weapons. I like how you kind of got to keep an eye on your ammo and know like where you're at. Like you've got, sometimes you get, you get to the machine gun where you've got like a hundred rounds or you've got a revolver that's just got six and it's like, okay, it takes a while to reload. So do I just switch to the next gun and everything? And then do I make that a different gun that's on my back so I can switch to that? It's, there's a lot of strategy that goes involved there and it just feels so good. Once you get the hang of it, it feels so good to play it. Like it's just, it, it, it controls perfectly. Yeah, once it clicks, it just, I don't know, I feel like it just comes very, like, naturally. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, they, they nailed the, the control scheme on it. And also, if you're a achievement or trophy hunter, the game, it's a perfect trophy list. Like, yeah. use all the guns, get used to them, kill everything, do it in certain ways, Make sure you get all the secret areas and all the secrets and all this other stuff. It, it's a perfect trophy list. It was a, it was it was a lot of fun to platinum. Um, I like the the potion system in the game, which I'd almost forgot about again until I went back and watched the review. I was like, oh yeah, like you're as long as you're killing stuff, you're refilling. It's not like Zelda where you got to go spend a hundred rupees or whatever on a potion so you can refill your health. By the way, go check out uh, we just beat Ganon in our Let's Play series. Wow, um, <laughs> didn't expect that. And then. Like, you kill the enemies and it fills up. So, like, you got to keep an eye on how many enemies are there. Where's your potion at? Hit triangle to, to do the potion, whatever. Um, it's mostly up for interpretation. Okay. Um, 
what else? Oh, yeah, I liked, again, we interviewed Jono, so I know you could say we're biased, whatever, but the writing in it was so well done. Um, it was cute, it was whimsical and stuff, but it also had, like, a really cool story. And I also liked that the story wasn't just, we didn't talk about it in the interview with Jono. We actually spoke to him for about 15 minutes after. We, we just cut the interview short because his his little boy woke up, and I was like, no, you can go, man, it's fine. But then he wanted to stick around and talk about the story and stuff, and it was like, yeah, it's not as just simple. It's not just, like, I, I was worried at first going into it, it was going to be like, Guns are bad. But it wasn't that. It was all about, like, nah, I, I won't spoil it, but it's so much deeper than just guns are bad. It's just, like, how are you brought up? What are you led to believe is real? How do you break away from that if it's something that you don't think you should believe? It's the, the story's really deep, and it was so well-written. 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 Yeah. Um. Oh, and the soundtrack, how it goes from like, the enemy show up and it's just like, <laughs> it's great. I love Trigger Witch. Uh, if you haven't played it yet, it's definitely worth it. Uh, and I cannot wait for the PS5 version. Hope it's coming out soon. I want to get another platinum. Sean, number five. Number five. Um, I think we got the same. No, I don't think so. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Hades. Yes. Oh, really? Hey, you didn't first one we agreed on. Um, when I so I absolutely love this game. Now again, we I know it came out on Switch, right. PC, blah blah so, blah. But we this is the first. Yeah, it was new to yeah. us. Um, for whatever reason, I docked at some imaginary points because it wasn't new this year. But I'm, you know, I'm still going to count it. Um, did you get this platinum too? I you did. are you are a son <laughs> of a bitch. My God, this game. It never really, like, broke me like Returnal did. Like, yeah. there were so many times yep. where I would die in Returnal and I would just flip out. In this game, when I died, I'd be like, well, You're like, crap. Oh, let's man, let's try it. again. All right, let's go. All right, let's and go. I like let's in go. this, you get to just pick your weapon like yeah. you're not just dependent on rng for what weapon you're gonna get but you are dependent you're, for the upgrades for the like upgrades, if you do the yeah. bow and arrow and if i don't get the 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 automatic yeah, yeah. yeah um but it was such a good game like the amount of story first of all i think just the story itself is pretty cool so cool the amount of like depth to the story like and the every characters. time you go through there's like new dialogue that you can have with people and it just goes on and on. I couldn't believe how much dialogue there was in this yep. game. It just seemed like it was never ending. Um, the music was really cool. The voice acting was really cool. Um, the gameplay itself was fun. I you know, gradually got better and better. Um, I remember James said, there's no way you're going to get this platinum and that was when I decided I'm going to get no, this platinum. This. <laughs> um but yeah, I I definitely liked it. I mean, I only had it one spot higher, but I definitely liked it better than Returnal. I think this is more my flavor when it comes to <clears throat> roguelikes. Um, plus, just Greek mythology. I'm always yes. kind of a sucker for Greek mythology. Anyway, so it was the perfect setting. Um, uh, it was a very, very good game. This was the game that made me finally, because with... I played and you Returnal. beat you beat it. I you cleared escaped it before you before I did. Yeah, I played Returnal before this. That's a roguelike, roguelite, whatever you want to call it. This is also this was the game that made me go, oh okay, maybe roguelikes aren't the devil. Mm. Hades, Hades, I can get it. 
I didn't even mean to do that. But then I said it and I was like, you're not even noticing. By the way, I did read a while ago, and I, no, I've already forgotten which is which. Right. Rogue Light and Rogue Like. I can't remember which is which, but one of them basically means you can get like permanent upgrades, and the okay. other one you can't. So this is that. This is that, but I don't know if that's Whichever a like that or a light. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but no, it finally made me get it. Um, the game is beautiful. The The isometric layout is perfect for this kind of game. Um, the different weapons. There, there's so many different play styles you can do, whether if you want to do the bow and arrow or you want to do the, the spear and whatever, and then you can do the, the regular. At, at first, I was just doing the sword because I was like, what's well, a sword? I like swords. I'm going to yeah. do that. And I was texting back and forth with you, and I was like, oh, really? Okay, whatever. And then I tried the bow, and the first time I used the bow, the first upgrade I got was the the hammer thing in the first room. That was the the, and I was like, oh oh, it's it's yeah. on like Donkey Kong now. Um, I I like that there are permanent upgrades and stuff. Um, I did clear it before you, but that was the only time I ever cleared it. <laughs> uh. But it never, yeah. It it was the complete opposite, like you were saying. The, then return, like Returnal, Returnal I was just like, felt I frustrating. hate this game. Yeah, this game was never like any time I died. I'd Returnal like, hey. just felt way more random than this yeah. did. And also, it's three D, so it's 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 third person three D gameplay, so it's completely different than isometric whatever. But it's like it, it might just be that this is. I mean, we didn't grow up on games like this, but we grew up on games kind of like this. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think it was more like. It felt more natural for me. That's probably why I think, well, I don't know. I beat Cyber Shadow. I couldn't beat Returnal, whatever. Um, but I loved Hades, and I don't care that it wasn't like new this past year. It was new to us, and it was one of those games where the year before when it was on Switch and PC and everything, I was like, oh, my God, stop talking about Hades. Okay, it's a great game, whatever, fine. I it remember, was yeah, everybody was me. just talking about it. I'm like, really? This is your, everybody's saying like, this is game of the year. And now I'm like, I get it. Like, if I had played yep. it last year, it Night, John. maybe would have been, definitely could have been my game of the year. I get it. I think at the time I was like, everybody's just, ooh, it's an indie. Let's right. give it all this praise. It's a weird indie game for this year. Right. Let's, I'm like, yeah. come on guys. But right. no, I get it. It's. It was unbelievable awesome. game. Yep. yep. I'm happy I finally played it. Number five for both of us. Awesome. Yep. Number four, Sean. We're getting down the nitty gritty. Now, I don't know what... All I right. think I know what one, two, and three are in some order, but I don't know what four is. Number four. This one kind of hurt, but I think this is... It's it's where oh, it ends up. Oh, no. Metroid. Oh. Um, I really, really like this game. And... Just talk about the fact, like, I'm trying to figure out. it just, like, it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, it was just, hey, by the way, this is coming in, like, two months or oh, whatever it was. I know what, okay, I know what the three are. Okay. And then it was here, and yep. I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. But in the beginning, I just, I didn't, it didn't click. Yeah. And I was like, there's so much, like, the game is huge. I'm like... Just looking at the map, it's so overwhelming to get anywhere. And there was so much just random, like, I don't know, figure it out. Mm-hmm. You got to figure out where you got to go. I'm like, I've been everywhere. There's nowhere to go. Oh, if I shoot this one little piece of the ceiling in this room, it goes away, and then I can continue on. I'm like, there were some parts that were just very, very obtuse that I'm just like, 
come on, guys. Like this is just it's kind of like there was Cyber Shadow part, where it's was, like this is just overly this doesn't add anything to the game there was just annoying to find where you're supposed to go the one part early in the game where i was like i got to the hot area every door is hot i don't know where to go and you're like "Eh, go back and shoot to the left yeah oh son of a bitch and after that i was like okay so now i know right but once you know shooting exactly yeah. yeah um the emmys they were just kind of annoying to me and i i guess that's kind of the point but like I don't know. It seems like they were kind of the focal point of the game, or at least of like the advertising, the build up, whatever. I mean, but like, I don't know. To me, they didn't add anything. They were just an annoyance. I was never, it's not like Mr. X where I'm like, oh God, like they're not scary. They're just annoying. And it was always like, when I play Metroid games, I like to be able to look at the map and like see where I'm going to go. And then anytime you get into like this big open area where they are i'm like you can't do that you need to just run and just jump and jump and just go wherever and hope that you eventually end up in the right spot that gets you out of the room i love the emmy music though that yes um so it's definitely not a perfect game i don't know it's i'm still undecided on if it's my favorite metroid game i don't think it is it's probably the best but i don't think it's my favorite Hmm. it's one of those things um that being said, the boss fights were all awesome. The story was fantastic. Like, yes, you don't usually get a good story out of a Metroid game. No. It's just, it's a Metroid. You're game. on a planet, yeah. kill Mother Brain and get out before it blows up. Like, this is the first one that had a story that I was actually like invested in. And I'm without spoiling anything. It definitely seems like it is kind of the end, not the end of Metroid, but like the end of this story that's been told for decades now 35 years and i'm curious to see what comes next hopefully prime 4 but like yeah. i don't know i really really love this game and it just came out of nowhere like the announcement blew my mind yep and then the game actually <clears throat> lived up to the hype cuz i was well the fact that it's been vaporware since 2006 like it yeah. was announced 15 years ago there was like eh, we're going to do it. Canceled. We're going to do it. Canceled. Going to do it. Canceled. And then it's finally like, no, we did it. Here it is. Boom. Right. Yeah. And I didn't really care for Samus Returns. I mean, I liked it. It was fine. But Derek says Samus Rage at the end was great. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, it was. Um. So this game for me needed to be a home run after what I thought was a disappointing Samus Returns. And it, it was. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, the map is definitely a little overwhelming. It just felt kind of difficult to get anywhere. Like if you ever had to backtrack and that was one thing this game did or didn't do whatever, there was not a lot of unnecessary backtracking. Like if you had to go back to an old area, it kind of just guided you that way. You never, and there were times where I'm like, I don't know where to go. I'm just going to start backtracking because I see some areas. Maybe I can go there now. And I couldn't. And eventually I ended up right where I was. Oh, there's a hole in the wall or, oh, there's this or that, whatever. And then, yeah, maybe you do end up back there, but the game kind of just guided you back there. So I don't know. I felt like I just understood the game a lot more the closer I got to the end. And it it definitely got better and better. There's a lot of games that I play where I'm just like, all right, I want to go ahead and just beat the game. Like this is fun, but I want to, can I just go ahead and beat it now? And I rush to the end. And this game... To me, it just got better and better as the game went. I on. agree. So, yep. Yeah, number four. 
Oh, that hurts. <clears throat> Stay tuned. All right, number four for me, Kana. Wow. Bridge of Spirits. I can't rank it above the other three. I can't. Well, yeah, but it's pretty high. I. It, it's just like this was the first game that Ember Lab has ever done. All they did before was like art and stuff. They they did like the more the Majora's Mask, like Unreal Four, whatever fan video thing. Yeah, like, yeah. And then they made a game, and they made this game, and it's like the whole like. It's just beautiful. Like this is like people forget that this is an indie game and it's not just an indie game. It's an indie game. That's their first effort. People that were like, well, it doesn't do this that Horizon does or it doesn't do this that Breath of the Wild does or it doesn't do this that God of War does. Come on. You're, You're talking about an independent developer that's never made a game before and they came up with this. This game is amazing. It is so freaking difficult that and it will bug me forever that i'll never get the platinum because there's no way in hell i'm beating this on hard sean did not i got the platinum you did i beat it on hard cheated i turned off my automatic updates but it didn't work (laughs) and it's really frustrating for me it's ever going to be frustrating um like we talked about earlier the the raw are adorable the the music i don't think we talked about this It, it there was parts where i was like this sounds like a zelda game oh yeah that some of the the arrangements and everything I was like this is cool, good puzzle solving and stuff. There were sometimes it was annoying. One of the puzzles I liked the best was when there was the uh, there was like the constellation in the sky and you had to line up with like the different candle yeah. things or so, so you know what to light for in what order and stuff. I was like it's like one two three four. That's cool. Yep. Um, really good story. Really sad, but also heartwarming at the same time. Final boss fight, like I alluded to earlier was crazy that the scale of it, it felt like the old school got a war games. Um, I kept like getting my butt kicks. I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I was like, Oh, those sticks on the back, that thing. Okay, cool. Then I figured out what to do. Um, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna haunt me forever that I didn't get the platinum. But what I, what I did say when we, when we beat it back in the day, back in the day, like <laughs> August, three months ago, <laughs> As much as I love it, it it does seem like a jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, good combat, good exploration, good puzzle solving, but it didn't like freaking nail any of those things. Yeah. So I think that's why I can only put it at number four. But again, this is an indie developer's first release, and what they did with it is just mind blowing to me. Yeah, very happy with it. Loved it. Can't wait to see what Ember Lab does next. Yep. Agreed. Peace out, Derek. See you, Derek. All right. Uh, number three. Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. I. So I need to play this. I need to play this. Uh, yeah. I, this is another game that didn't really get me at first. And you'll probably be the same way. In the beginning, you'll just be like, eh, I don't I don't know. And I can't think of where eventually it got me. But, like, I think the gameplay is fine. It's good. But it's nothing spectacular. Does it work with all your other, with, with your buddies and stuff once you get the hang I of think, it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the story's really good. I think the voice acting is phenomenal. It just feels like Guardians, which I didn't think it would. Without having to feel like Guardians. But, like... The funny thing is, and I'm not a Chris Pratt hater. I, I don't get the hate. I don't either. But I kind of like 
I thought going into this, I'd be you know, this is you know, hashtag not my guardians. Rocket and Groot are almost just Rocket and Groot from the I movie. agree. Like they're spot on. I think or not Rocket. Well, yeah, Groot, but Rocket, Groot, uh, Groot? and Drax, Drax. Really, is yeah. what I meant. But obviously, Groot too. Like they're all. Drax is probably the furthest from his movie version, but he's just like the movie version. But I think even more over the top. Like yeah. it's all the same. Like nothing goes over my head. I would catch it. Like it's that kind of stuff throughout the whole game. Like he's so like it's it's perfect and it's such a like i think batista does an awesome job but this it's like it's not batista i don't know who this guy i looked at the voice actors I don't, i've never heard of any of them really okay but i thought all three of them were just as good as the movie i'm not sure that i don't like quill and gamora in this game better than the movie. I'm pretty sure I like Gamora in the game better than the movie. And hmm. I kind of think I like Peter Quill better than Pratt. Like, dang, I think they're both just really good. Have you done the huddle at all yet? No, we, no. what am I saying? You're not, I haven't yeah, even, no. you haven't really done anything. There's like a huddle. It's kind of like a, you're it's super like a pep talk or something. Yeah. So yeah. you hit L and R and you know, guys huddle up. And then, you know, it's all, it goes to like first person and everybody's just kind of like leaning in and they're like, Oh yeah, we're getting our butts kicked. And and then you can like choose what to say. And if you say the right thing, you get like super power up and everybody, whatever. But like every time you do it for like the rest of the fight, you get like, I think a random track from the game, like guardians type music. And like, I would be fighting this boss and the, Oh God! What was it? Rick Astley? No, I don't know if that's in it. Oh, oh no, I heard it. Is, it. I it heard is it. definitely in I it. I heard yeah. it. Yeah, but no, it was. Oh, you put the boom boom in my whatever that's in. Jitterbug. Jitterbug. Yeah, but that's not what it's called. But anyways, that's I'm like fighting this big boss, and all of a sudden the music switches to that because I did the huddle. I'm like, this is amazing. Like, it's so good. The music is perfect. The voice acting is perfect. I think they're all as good, if not better, than the movie versions, which I never thought would have happened. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I really, really like this game. And like I said, I think and somebody, I think it was Bernardo, was like, I don't get why everybody's yeah. putting Guardians on their game of the year list. And I kind of get it. The gameplay is just kind of like, it never really changes. It's just run around and shoot, kind of. But... I, to me, it's like the rest of the game is so good that that doesn't really matter. I think the combat is fine. It's like fine to good. It just never really changes a whole lot. Um, but I absolutely love the game. There was a point there. I'm like, Ooh, is this my game of the year? Like, <laughs> it's going to be up at the top. And it may be, you know, recency bias and all that. Yeah. But I think I originally had it at number two. I'm like, uh, I can't. I brought it down to yeah. three. But... I think you need to, st I know you haven't even had a chance, but like, even if you're like, mm, I don't know if I like it in the beginning, just stick with it. Like, I thought it was fine in the beginning, but it wasn't like hooking me. And then it, it eventually did. So I think you will love it. I'm not saying it would have been your game of the year, but I would guess this would have wound up being top five. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely play through it. Well, this one hurt me. Number three for me. For a while, I had it number one. But I bumped it down two spots. And that would be Ripped a Fart. 
Mm, okay. I will say though, and it's weird to say this and say it's number three, but it's the most fun I had all year playing a video game. It was just pure fun. It was like I never I never finished Ratchet 2016. I still need to go back and do that and get the platinum and everything. Um You're not going to. I'm not going to. <laughs> um I'll get Peppa and then that's my last platinum. I'm retiring. Um <laughs> It's just so much fun. It it's it, like the whole cliche of it's like playing a Pixar movie. It, it's finally here. Like yeah. this is like while I said Forts is the prettiest game I've ever seen, this is like the best art direction I guess in a game I've ever seen. Like this is just what they did with this game and it's not just the models and the resolution and the the frame rate and everything. I can remember so many times the lighting in this game. I would just be like walking in one of the, when you'd go through a, a rift and then you'd be in outer space and you're like walking around and you can just see like a moon or a sun or something barely shining. And the way the light hit the planet and you're on your moon boots and your, your magnet boots and stuff. And it's just like, it was mind blowing how good it looked. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved all the different weapons. There's so many freaking different weapons. Um, I can't even remember what the trophy was related to the weapons. I think you just had to upgrade certain amount so many times or something but like i remember using every weapon now some of them i think some of them had certain trophies yeah but like the game encouraged you to use them at least to try them out figure out what you like best then stick with that and go go about your business and everything um the uh the sections that a lot of people didn't like i really did the glitch when you're the little robot that yeah. goes inside the computer and stuff, and you're just shooting little viruses, which are actual or viri, that they're actual like they're actually there, and you're, shoot. and then you had to find like their main power source. And I love how the little you could go on the ceiling and everything. Yeah, those were fun. And also, if you didn't like them, guess what? You can just skip it. Yeah, it's all optional. and it counts. It counts like you don't lose the platinum or something because you skip it. Like, truth be told, the last one I was like, I'm gonna skip this because I'm like, wait, let me. Google, didn't I get the credit for this? Yep. Okay, I'm just going to skip it then. Because I've already done four and this is the fifth, whatever it was. Yeah. But they were still fun. Also, like the the clank sections when you're like in the netherworld. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I got to take this the ball balls and put it there. And put and here to do this. And then this goes down, this goes up. And then this fan turns on. All these, my little, my death soul things are going. I like those sections. I loved Rivet. Uh, as a new character I loved Kit also like it was a, an emotional story which I didn't expect when you find out why Kit has the metal arm like Big Moose um, or like C-3PO for some reason has a red arm Rivet Rivet I said that didn't I you said Kit oh, I thought I said Rivet I think I said Rivet well we'll watch it back you can't watch it because <laughs> it's black screen um, oh James has never played a Ratchet and Clank. You got to get oh, Rift God. Apart. So I never good. did before 2016. Yeah, and loved it. But like, oh, one of the other things I like that when you when you switch between spoiler alert, you're going to play as Ratchet and you're going to play as Rivet in the game. Whatever guns you get with yes. Ratchet or Rivet, you keep them. You keep your upgrades. Every I'm like, thank you. Like, it would be such a dumb video game move. But it wouldn't su- surprise me to be like, well, you've got all these guns with Ratchet, and now Rivet's just got a pistol. Right. Like, well, what, what the hell do I spend all the time getting these things for? I'm glad the re- the guns and the upgrades go across everybody. Um, and it's just a technical marvel. I-, I get that the Rift stuff was probably a little overblown. 
Um, the first time I saw it, I was like, what the hell? Like the first time you just do the whole, just the teleport thing, not going from one world to another. When you just go, boom, and it's like, you're not going towards it. It's like you just, you do the thing and then you're just, it, I, I can't even explain it, but the way it works in the game, it's like the first time you see it, it's like, yeah, you don't pull whoa. yourself towards it. You like pull it towards you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so weird. weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for a lot of the year, I, I, I really thought this was going to be my game of the year. Um, and again, the most fun I had playing a game, it was, it was so good. Um, a fair trophy list, beautiful to look at super cool bosses, ne- nefarious and everything with that. And then when everybody teams, it's a great game. Um, yeah, and it's my number three for the year. Ratchet and Clank. Rift apart. Cool. All right. Number two. Um, hmm. If you'll recall, foot. Oh. Uh, when we did our 2021 predictions, I predicted a certain game would be my game of the, the year. The game I just talked about. The game you just talked about. It is not. It is my number two. Okay. It almost made it. Okay. Um, That's what I thought. Okay. Ratchet and Clank. Um, I mean, everything you just said, you know, I think you pretty much covered all of it. Um, absolutely beautiful game. I think my only negative, which again, I don't know, it's all about the platinum. Going back and exploring areas it's tough for the second time yeah. it's just like i have when no you're idea. not guided through it yeah, yeah like it was br- it's just it's tough to get around it's hard to remember where you're supposed to go like that one planet the, the dinosaur planet thing when you're doing like the panzer dragoon thing and i'm like yeah. i don't even know how the, the game i had to ask you the game doesn't tell you that you do a certain rocket blast to blow these things up yeah i'm like I can't get to these egg, whatever, tomato things. Like, I can't get to them. And you're like, yeah. well, just if you shoot them, they blow up. I'm like, well, what the hell? Nobody's, nobody's <laughs> told me that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the game's absolutely beautiful. Uh, like you said, it looks like you're playing a Pixar movie. Um, I thought Rivet, you know, the new characters were good. I don't think it took anything away from it. It was really just yeah. kind of a palette swap. Like, it doesn't change the game at all. You keep all the weapons across both of them they control exactly the same like i like that um and it was definitely a bit of a not to sell it short but kind of just like a ps5 tech demo like look what you can do now and i mean they nailed it i still don't know i still kind of feel like i might like 2016 better i think this was definitely the more that's what colin thinks impressive game but i think i like 2016 better and i don't know why i can't really put my finger on it but i think i did um but this game was everything i wanted it to be i mean it's my number two game it was certainly in the running for game of the year same for you um but yeah and I, i can't wait i mean you know there's gonna be another one probably not for several years but like i already i can't wait just yeah. Keep them coming. <clears throat> well, they got to get through Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine first. <sighs> yeah. Insomniac, what are y'all doing? How? 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 They're insomniacs. They don't sleep. Yeah, we you already made that joke. <laughs> yep. um, yeah, it's... I do wonder if we get a 
You know what would be cool in the interim before Ratchet and Clank part of Rift or whatever it's going to be called? That's probably what it'll be called. If, like they did with Uncharted, we got Uncharted 4 and then we got the Lost Legacy. It would be cool if we got like a, a Lost Legacy version with Rivet and Kit, like a smaller game. Forty dollar, you know that that would be cool, kind of like to tide you over. We're we're gonna get another Uncharted game, like Miles. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. Yeah, that would be cool. All right, so my number two. Again, this was not like this year wasn't like Breath of the Wild and Horizon, but it was these top three games where I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, and then I was finally just like, it's like one of those things. What was your favorite game of the year? I was like, bleh. I was like, okay, well, I guess that's what it is. All right, that's what I'm going with. So number two for me. <laughs> Finish this sentence. I am a... Where? Cop. There you go. Now, why did you say cop? Because you said, I uh, am a, uh, and not I am an. Alarm salesman. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Number two for me, and I know what your number one is, and you'll know what my number one is after this. Number two for me, Resident Evil Village. Wow. Okay. It's my second favorite Resident Evil game ever behind. And now I feel bad because like I, I ranked RE2 2 and I've ranked RE8 2. Yep. Death Stranding number one and something else we'll talk about here in a minute. Number one. Uh, RE3 was like number 10. I don't even know. I think we both yes. had it like nine or 10. Yeah. Um, but it's my second favorite Resident Evil game ever. Um, I... I think we all I think we all knew from the beginning that the story wasn't going to be what they were making it out to be. Right. I didn't believe it for a second. I don't think you did either. But the way it all played out was great. Um it is so funny looking back at all the marketing and the pre release hype for Lady D and her nine foot six tall ass. And her, she got big boobs and she's a vampire. <laughs> Everybody's just all super weird about a video game character. That they kind of, they didn't lie to us. But they kind of, I, I think they just didn't know what they had on their hands. I don't know how they wouldn't. Because you can look at that and I, I can be like, even if I'm not like, I'd be like, oh, that's going to make people go crazy in a good way. That should probably be the focus of the game, not what it ended up being. Yeah. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, but I do think the castle was the best part of the game by far. It was the most classic Resident Evil. Yes. yes. Um, I liked the daughters as mini bosses. Yep. They were super cool. I liked the thing. I had the holy moment with when Ethan goes to like turn the power off or something, and then all of a sudden it's... <laughs> I was like, what? And then it's just, I'm like, what? <laughs> that's not how any of this works. Is this a dream? Is is he in a coma or something? Like, what is happening? But all of it makes sense in the end. Um, the Duke, I love the Duke. And I still wonder, yes. I wish I knew more about what the Duke is slash was. Like, what is his, what does he do in this village? Because we don't really know. It's like, I know he, at the end, there's the carriage and stuff. But like what actually we don't really yeah. know who you don't he know is his or his connection story. or whatever. Um also two words, and I don't know how to say the second word. <laughs> House 
Benvento? Benvenito? Beneviento. I Beneviento. Think. I think so. The best. That is like a 20 out of 10. Like, so the beginning of Resident Evil 7, 10 out of 10. Awesome. Yeah. I almost think that this, this second area of the game topped Resident Evil 7. And I didn't think it would be. This was like the ultimate, like, horror video game thing I can remember in the longest time. Yeah. And when that thing, when you start hearing the baby cry, <laughs> and then it, the, the, then something comes around the corner, and I was like, I'm like, kill me. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> um, you get the history of Umbrella, which I thought was really cool. I thought I thought all the lore building in this game was super cool. The last boss fight was awesome. I loved the fight with Heisenberg. Some people thought that was like, oh my god, it jumped the shark. I thought it was awesome. I yeah. loved everything about this game. I just loved my number one game just a little bit more. Um, and also, Zelda was Belder. Yes. And also, it sets up RE9 perfectly, especially when you've seen people that have hacked that last scene and they zoom in it's like oh my god what the hell is happening a few years in the future whatever no spoilers but i'm so excited for what re9 is going to end up being can't wait to play it in three years or so i'll leave it there because i know what your number number one game is and that is skyward sword you were gonna you were trying to think (laughs) of something uh yeah it's village um I think I knew when I was playing, I mean, maybe not when I was playing it, but by the time I beat it, I'm like, I think this is my game of the year. Like, I this is going to be very hard to top. Mm-hmm. And I toyed with Dread. I toyed with Returnal, even. Yeah. I toyed with Ratchet. I toyed with Guardians. And I'm like, in the end, no, it's it's Resident Evil. Um, I loved, for the most part, Resident Evil 7. And I'm like, I hope this is just kind of setting the tone for what Resident Evil is now. And then when I heard, ooh, this next one is Resident Evil Village, I'm like, okay, that worked. Like, Resident Evil 7 just felt real, even though you have the molded and whatever. Like, it, it's very much like... It was grounded. Um, True Detective Season 1, where mm-hmm. it's just like backwoods Louisiana and everything is just, oh, it's just so, like, off-putting. And then I'm like, I don't know how you top that. Like, you can't just go back to zombies and just like it, it doesn't it doesn't work. I'm like, I don't know what the right setting will be for eight to kind of keep that going. And then when they started revealing it, it was called Village, and there's like a castle. I'm like, okay, this kind of brings you back to like Resident Evil Four. They, like, they, yes. And I'm like, okay, this is I, I like what they're doing. And then once we started seeing, it, I'm like. So they're like werewolf. We're fighting werewolves. Yeah. Like what? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. It ended up being awesome. Um, I agree. I think the castle was probably the best part. It was the mo- the most Resident Evil, like classic Resident Evil. Dude, being in the basement, especially like when you're walking through the water and stuff with all like oh, the God. wine barrels yeah. and stuff, and I'm like, I'm trying to look at the ripples. I'm like, is somebody gonna fall? Like, oh yeah. God, it's terrifying. Um. Lady Domitresk, I really liked. She's no Mr. X, but there were definitely some times where, oh. like, I would open a door and she's right yeah, there. Like, God, I'm just, yeah. Like, just, yeah. Um, I agree. Uh, House Beneviento is like, it's probably the, I think the how, hmm, I don't know. 
I think a lot of, at least the beginning of Resident Evil 7, not the very beginning, but once you're in the actual house, not the guest house or whatever, that was just constantly terrifying. Just, I hate, I I loved it, but I hated it. And that's kind of how Beneviento was. It was terrifying, but in a different way, because I'm like, well, you took my weapons, so I know that I don't have to do any. All I got to do is run for the most part. Like, I know I can't fight, so that kind of makes it a little bit like the edge kind of comes off. I don't have to, like, fight anybody off or anything. But what they did there was just absolutely terrifying. Um, The next area was probably my second least favorite area, and then the last area was my least favorite area. But I still liked all of it. Um, Whereas Resident Evil 7, I think Resident Evil 7 was much more of a a steeper decline. Like it starts out amazing. And then once you get out of the house, everything after that, like the greenhouse was just weird. And the boss was ugh. just the dis- most disgusting thing I've ever seen. But in this, it was like, it's again, started pretty high, got maybe a little bit higher, at least, I mean, different, but still just as good with Beneviento. And then, you know, the next areas weren't quite as good. But similar with Metroid, this is the first Resident Evil game, I think, that had a crazy, like, compelling story. Usually it's just, there's zombies, there's probably a tyrant out there, kill it and get it. Similar to Metroid. (laughs) Kill the big bad guy and get out before everything blows up. And then this game, starting with the Heisenberg, basically when you defeat Heisenberg, I think there were five. I would be hard-pressed to remember what they all were. But there was, like, five, like bombshells dropped like, oh my gosh yeah. wait what wait what 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 and it's just like one thing after another just finding out about ethan i was like it's just oh my god it was are you it was kidding me crazy. that's what happened then are you kidding yeah. me yeah, yeah. um and then i think one of the big things for me which this is one thing that i want to go play this again <laughs> it's one thing that I always look at when I'm evaluating games and it's replay value. There's so many times with games now where I just like, I beat it. I'll probably never play guardians again. I might play Metroid again. I don't know. I'm probably not going to play Returnal again. Hades, any of these games. I played this game. Now, part of it was chasing the platinum, Yeah, but like I enjoyed, I played this game start to finish. I think four times, at least three. I think it was four to times. The speed runs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I loved it. It never got old. Yeah. Um, similar to you with Kenna, this is a platinum that's going to haunt me because I feel like I want it so bad, but I don't think I can get the double A ratings on all of the mercenary, mercenary things or yeah. whatever. And I think, honestly, I think it's something I could do. It's just you need to be so quick and you have to have it all memorized and be yeah. perfect. And I just, I don't think, I don't think I can put myself through it. But that's basically all I would have to do to get the platinum. Right. But I don't think it's ever going to happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I love playing through this game every single time I did it. Benevento was never any less terrifying. It was just, it was awful every single time. Um, but yeah, it's my game of the year. And I think... You know, I 
went back and forth a little <clears throat> bit there, but in the end, I think it's hands down my game of the year. Um, another funny thing, I was looking over my top 10. So obviously Metroid was Switch. All other nine games, PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And of those nine, I got the Platinum on seven of them. Damn. I didn't get Village. I got Ratchet. I got Guardians. I got Hades. I got Returnal. I got Death's Door. I got Kenna. I didn't. Oh no, I got Trigger Witch, but I didn't get Cyber Shadow. There's you. Oh no, I'm not even gonna no, try. Like no, I'm no, so far. No. I would have a better chance of getting Village than yes. Cyber Shadow. Yeah. Um. But yeah, seven of my ten top ten games of the year, I got the platinum on. So I feel pretty good about that. I only got two. I think three. Because I didn't cheat at Kana. All right. <laughs> or we're good at Returnal or Hades. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> good enough. My game of the year is, of course, Metroid Dread. Um, I, I just went back and forth, and I was just like, when I was playing it, yeah, the Emmys can be annoying and stuff, but I did think they were terrifying. Some were annoying, some were scary. And then some were like so off-putting. Like when they, a uh, little spoiler, when they just take the switch, and, they go, and I'm like, oh, you yeah. walk by it, and you're like, are you gonna? Are you gonna? No. Wait. Really? Oh. oh okay. Okay. And you walk by. Um. To me, now I haven't played every game, but to me, it's easily the best Metroid game I've ever played. Yeah. It's better than Super. It's better than. Now I like Samus Returns better than you did. Yeah. It's better than that. It's better than the original. It's better than Metroid Two. I played that a little bit. It's better than Zero Mission. I haven't played Fusion yet, which I do want to go back and play. But again, I've got a hundred games to play. I want to play Fusion. Fusion? <laughs> I need to play the three primes, and then I guess that's pretty much it. But it's just... For a game that... Like, I think at E3 time, I had written down one of my predictions. Metroid something something. New Metroid something something. But it won't happen, so I'm not even going to predict it. And then it did, and I was just like, I can't believe this is happening. And then once I started pe- hearing people talk about, like, yo, Metroid Dread, they announced this game, like, 15 years ago, and then it just never, it just turned into vaporware, and it never came out because the technology wasn't there, and blah, blah, blah. I was like, wait, what? And the fact that they announced it, with, when when they showed Metroid 5, I was like, are you freaking well, plus, weren't they like- kidding me? Uh, I know you guys all want to hear about Metroid Prime 4, but uh, still working on it. But hey- but- Here's Check this. this out. We're like, what? <laughs> and then it said Metroid 5. And I almost kind of wish... I don't really like the name Metroid Dread. I get why they did it, but I'm like... you. It, it should, would be such like a like power move to say Metroid 5. Yeah. Like, I just think that's so cool. Um, but We're either way... Metroid. Metroid. Shut up. I know. <laughs> um, I love the gameplay. The, the mechanics that they introduced in Samus Returns feel even better this time. For yeah. some reason in this, it took me a little bit... A little bit longer to get a hang, and maybe it's just because it's been four years since I played Returns. It took me a little bit of getting used to the uh, the mechanic, whatever. What's it called? The melee dot. The parry. The parry thing. See, I always kind of just forgot. It seems like it works better in this than it did in Samus Returns. Mm -hmm. But I also just forgot to use it so much there's so many enemies where it's like the little flying guys yeah you kind of have to like they're so hard to hit but but i I don't think i used it when you would get to a boss door and it was like and then it's like it's (laughs) i would open go and you go bam mother 
and then it's like, here's a billion E tanks and missiles. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> let's go fight this. Let's go fight Grade. Um, super tough game. Way harder, I would think, than Super Metroid was. Way, yeah, not even not close. Even close. Um, the, like I said, the emus are terrifying at first, but then they're annoying. Um, the soundtrack was so good. Like, it, it's perfect. Also, like, the graphics in this, I think they're so good. Some people are like, eh. Like, even Colin would be like, eh, 2.5D. Why do they do this? Whatever. Well, you know why. It's it's easier to make games like this than it is to do pixel art for a game like this. But the reason I don't mind 2.5D, and it's one of the things I liked about Samus Returns, too, when I think back. Like, some of these areas, when you're walking through there, there's so much detail in the backgrounds of these games. Yeah. And I saw these, I saw this one, I think it was boundary break did a video on it where they basically, they hack the game. So then they can go in and they can like, go, they move the camera. So it's like, and you see just how far back that like those like, like creatures in the background are and mining machines and all this other stuff. It's so freaking cool. And it was cool in Samus returns. And it's even better in this. Um, you said it already. Best story in a Metroid game ever. And yeah. it's not even close. Like, the fact that, like... The fact that once I beat this and I saw what the reveals were and everything, I went and watched probably two to three hours of videos on YouTube talking about the history of Metroid. Games I haven't even played. Like, all the prime... Like, how everything lines up and everything. Like, just, like... Well, how does, like... Who were her parents and where did Samus come from and how did we get to this point and all this? It's just so freaking cool. Um, and this had emotional moments too, like when your friend gets shanked by the Chozo oh. dude. I'm like, what? What? And then he comes back and then he's a bad guy and then he comes back at the end and it's like, that's oh, so good. Um, James says he doesn't think he successfully parried an Emmy the whole game. I did it a couple times. I did it a it few is. times, but I think the timing is different every time. I don't think it's always the same. It is because they're like, yeah, it's different. Um, I like some of the new things. Like, it seemed like I had more power-ups in this game than any Metroid game before also. But also I like the new things like the magnet thing, like the magnet wall. Where you yeah. And then there's the magnet like conveyor belt thing you jump on. That's cool. Also, the grapple beam didn't suck in this, which to me is a yeah. huge improvement. And you didn't have to use it that much. I like how you can also do the 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 grapple beam was what you would pull the blue box, blue blocks, blue <laughs> blue bags, blue blocks. the blue blocks with right the yeah boom. yeah. Um, the boss battles on this. There's somebody from past games, which I already said his name, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, he's in it. That fight is awesome. The The final fight is awesome. The, the one that I remember really kicking my ass was the underwater one. We had to hit from this side. Then and then like go over. Grapple yeah. up, go over, go down, blow this thing up, turn around. That thing was tough. And then the final boss was just insane. Um, until you gave me... You, you told me something. Using the power bombs yeah. to stop the orb things. That but then I did it for the... Mm-hmm. The, the sun yeah and i was like oh okay i only tried it because you said that and if i didn't i would have never beaten that guy yeah. uh, but how you gotta you gotta do your jump oh my god and it's one of those it's it's like cyber shadow that the final boss in cyber shadow when you fight the final boss in metroid dread to beat it you gotta just be on and it's yeah. like i can tell if i'm having a bad run i'm like okay whatever just okay kill me whatever let's let's start this over but you can tell when you're in that zone and when you're in that zone it's so satisfying and that was something i didn't even think i said about cyber shatter back in the day <laughs> of this <laughs> podcast fast forward for some reason of this podcast was like 
it, it just when I finally beat it I think that's why I hold it higher than you did it's like when I finally beat it I was just yes. it's just like so satisfying and this was satisfying too and then when you beat the final boss it's just like I think every other 2D Metroid what happens after you beat the final boss yeah, yeah. oh but even before you get to that part you get to the cutscene kind of thing outside and it's like <laughs> and when she did that I was like oh my god what is happening and then you get into the ship, and then you know what happens. I don't want to spoil it, but I was like, everything about this game was just perfect. To me, it's it's a 10 out of 10. It's it's my favorite game of the year. Um, normally, when I beat a game, I just don't... I'm usually just done. But this, I went back and played it for a couple hours. I was like, I only got like 42% of the items. Let me just go explore and stuff. And then eventually, after two or three hours, I was like, okay, now i got to play something else. But whatever. But like, I did the same. But there's some of the... like tanks and missile upgrades and stuff were like the thing we have to do like oh my the crazy God. dash and then jump jump, jump and keep and the dash going and keep it going and i'm like nope can't nope, do that can't do it I, there's no way i could ever 100 percent this game no. i'm not good enough to do it but it, not if there's I, no platinum involved no but even if this had a platinum i'd be like nope nope it'd be like kana like nope i cannot <laughs> go yeah can't do it um but yeah it's my game of the year i thought it was not perfect but minimum great beginning to end and i think like you said when you were talking about it too it just it started out great for me and it just it got better and better and better as it kept going so yeah it's my game of the year um but village easily could have been number one also um it was really all year like i i keep my list as i go throughout the year and i tell you every year you got to do this and you're like what comes to reply (laughs) this is why i keep a list every year i'm like and there was so but before i played dread it was like I had Village number one and Ratchet two, and then I was like, "No, no, no!" You know what? It was actually Ratchet's number one, Village's two. No, R- R- Village's two, and then Metroid came out, and I was like, "All right, let's put it at three. And I was like, "I kept playing it. It was just like, oh man, oh man, this. It just, it just spoke to me for some reason. Like it was just, uh, it's the only game I played on Switch this year. You played Zelda." Well, I tr- that's true. I did play it for a little bit, and then I was like, I, I don't like it. But yeah, besides Zelda, it's, yeah. Yeah. And it was just ugh, so good. I cannot, I, I hope, I hope the next time we get uh, financial updates for Nintendo, because I know, I think they said this sold, just in the U.S. alone, 865 or 850, give or take, thousand units just in the U.S. I hope this ends up selling, in a year or so, I hope it's up, eight to 10 million. And because people like, I know it's not Mario and it's not Zelda, but I feel like it's what, what other, like, I guess, or Pokemon, no matter what I think, those are the three Nintendos. But I mean, animal crossing is like once every 10 years, you know what I mean? But like the three major franchises. And then I think this is like a notch below, but like we want more Metroid and we want prime for crying out loud. Not yeah. just four. We want the trilogy. We want at least one on the Switch, but whatever. The first, bo- the final boss of Metroid Dread was brutal. Yes, it was, and yep. I beat him. Thank you, James. Thank you, everybody, for watching. This has been our Game of the Year episode for 2021. Uh, we'll see what happens next week. Yep. Sean's probably going to be busy. I hope I'm not here. But well, damn. damn. Mm. I don't think there's any way you'll be here. I I hope not. 
<laughs> Even if I could be here, I probably shouldn't because, no, because she's gonna that'd be pop. two days past her due date. I'm nervous about you being here right now. So yeah, we'll yeah. figure it out. Uh, I might call in somebody out of the uh, out of the bullpen. I might just uh, we we might just take a week off or so. We I need to release an old Patreon episode as well, so I'll probably do that. But we'll we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's it for episode 200 and I don't even remember 65 65. Our Game of the Year episode, our top 10 games for 2021. We will be back at some point. And until that time, Sean, go and take us out. Thank you for playing.